Hey, everybody. Sorry for the rain delay. There's a rain delay. Hey, what's up, y'all? Aw, shit, we drinking. And then, uh, who's the, that Chicano kid? Que pasa on chat? I'm gonna get my popcorn real quick. This is gonna be good. Someone's having thrown a bottle of picture frame tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. What is up? I do believe it's showtime. Raiders. I can show the people. I can show them. If they've been here the whole time, at least till Key got here. Um, sorry. I was wanting to make a concoction. I need new Tinder profile pictures. It does look like a concoction. It is a concoction. It's dry ice, and I have to wait for it to melt, or else yeah. I die. So that's going to chill. <laughs> also, I don't recommend inhaling the smoke. Yeah, that's why it was <laughs> by my face. Oh, my God, pass out. And hey, what do you guys got to drink? I mean, we'll, we'll do it on the show proper, but... I poured myself a shot of Abasolo. Abasolo? Yes. Oh, oh, El oh. El whiskey de Mexico. Abasolo, Wookie. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know why it sounds like Chewbacca, not Chewbacca, Java speak, but. It's named after the town where they grow the corn that it's made from. Uh huh. And yeah, it's an ancestral corn whiskey. And that, made in Mexico. That sounds made up. <laughs> no, it's correct, but it sounds made up. And the, then, the America's made corn. Like, whiskey was already there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, are you guys warm? No. Okay. I mean, I'm still wet. So yeah. So, it, it, so we just started monsooning here. Uh, and I tried to find dry ice just for this one gimmick, and it didn't quite work out because the HEB that said that had it in Mueller didn't have it, so I, didn't, I was already committed. Specs didn't have it? I've seen Specs have dry ice. Specs didn't, specs didn't have it. <laughs> Wrong Shpush. word. And uh, Marcos, <laughs> could you back up a little bit? I don't know why you guys switched sides. Oh. You guys did it on purpose. Your, your mic was already left. No. No. Was it not? It no. was not blue. Okay. Well, JJ, I'm going to need you to back up a little bit or to go more to your right. And you guys look... Dark. I'm literally darker after running around in the sun all no, no, weekend. No, no, but like, as in, like, uh, not exposed properly. So let me go ahead and. Uh, oh, I might need to look at you guys to do it. Nope. What did you think about the show? It wasn't half bad. <laughs> Where's all bad? <laughs> there you guys go. Let's see. That, that, that matches visually now. I still look rosy. Rosie's fine. You were sunburned by going to the football game. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be on tomorrow's oh, yeah. podcast. That's tomorrow's <laughs> podcast. The sad, sad tale of Texas Tech University's football team. Look it up if you want a spoiler there. Um, also, I need to fix this. Do we have any materials that we need to bring up? I think we're good. I don't bring materials so we don't get hit by copyright anymore. Okay, that sounds good. But look at <laughs> You said that drink looks like it's scheming. Yes, it is. And it's, it's already dead. Scheming. It's already dead. But you know what? It's not even that cold. I might need to get real ice. But <laughs> I, can, I can do that during the intro rotation. But otherwise, um, how's your guys' day so far? I know I'm just kind of riffing right now because I'm literally just finishing up. I changed shirts and hats and shit. So I'm like behind completely. Uh, I went back to work. It's a normal work day for me, finally. And oh. it sucks. <laughs> what, what do you mean normal work? Did you go back to the office? He was off all week. Uh, I wasn't off all week, but I flexed my schedule, so I worked earlier. Uh, so my uh, schedule would line up with my brother. Right, because your brother came to visit, and then another friend of yours did, right? Yeah. And you guys, all you guys did were Mexicans and drinking <laughs> the topic of this show. Yeah. So yeah. you've done your homework last Wait, week. It's because, so Frank is... A uh, teetotal? Not a teetotaler. He does drink, but he doesn't drink often or yeah, much. Right. <laughs> And I was like, he's also kind of a chonky boy. So mm -hmm. it's like, I can't take you kayaking, bro. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Kayaking for, <laughs> is he bigger than me or as big as me? 
Uh, nah, he's uh, slightly three fourths. Than you, I, I would think. say yeah. three three fourths. Okay, so he's a big. I'm a big dude anyway. Uh, we we've addressed this in our TikTok of people <laughs> being mad about Homer Simpson being comically fat and whether what sizes people are growing in the last hundred years. Fucking chill out, guys. It's all right. But um, you know, there's an episode where he goes up to 300 to get on disability. I thought that was the Moo episode. Yeah, that's the Moo Yeah, that's, no, that's the one. Oh, you weren't there for that gi- that gimmick. So his favorite person in the world is P.T. Barnum, and we were talking about the fattest <laughs> person in the world. Uh, and so the fattest person in the world at the time was 280. I'm, like, way over 280. And the people who were in the comments I put that clip up because Marcos had also mentioned that 260 was comically large, according to The Simpsons. And everyone's like... Oh, my God. Either it was self-deprecating, like, oh, my God, I'm so fat, which was like, guys, you don't, you don't need to be mean to yourself. It's fine. Or uh, it's actually three things. I'm so fat. Ew, look at all these fat people. Or three, <laughs> have people really grown an inch or two over the last hundred years, which, well, yes. I haven't. Well, <laughs> you, you are mathematically and statistically from the 1900s, the early 1900s. So Yes. Um, you could have been in P.T. Barnum's uh, circus, man. I don't know what your gimmick would have been. The wolf boy. <laughs> I don't think you're hairy enough. Yeah, there's hairier people in this world. Mm. Literally, Manscaped doesn't from sponsor us, but but <laughs> Manscaped, if you want a spot, no, you don't. Actually, I could use it. I'm pretty hairy. I was myself. about to say, like, I think you're hairier than him. I've seen both of you without a shirt. Yeah, that's a luxury. Not many things or people have seen me without a shirt. It was Fourth of July. It's Fourth of July, baby. Guns out, suns out. I did that reverse. Whoops. But <laughs> <laughs> and then you also got another beverage here. Yeah, I. I got uh, just a normal Corona. I should have yeah. bought a Kawama. Yeah. What, what the what? A Kawama. What's a Kawama? It's a 40. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Spanish or math. So. Well, it's more of a 32, but it's a big-ass Corona. Oh. I've never oh, seen. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I've never seen big-ass Coronas in a can like that. They're not in a can. It's the bottle. Oh, I'm talking about that one, though. Just oh, the they're, <laughs> they're redoing their marketing. Everyone has been doing redoing their marketing lately. I think Dos Equis has changed their logo like twice in the last five, ten, five to I mean, ten if years. anyone needs it after this past year, it's Corona. Yeah. <laughs> they should just call themselves Crown. <laughs> just Crown. Extra just Crown. Extra. <laughs> oh, no. I was about to say, like, I'm pretty sure the extra was a lot smaller before. So <laughs> you can yeah. say the whole thing now. All right. Not Corona Delta. <laughs> Corona Extra. No, I mean, yeah, that Please was don't let dumb. there be another variant. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Modelo variant. Like, God, God damn it, <laughs> the Modelo variant. Fuck. <laughs> it just got. They start naming them different Mexican drinks. That would be. That's how they're getting us, <laughs> right? Like I'm waiting for them. Like if if there was a really racist president, they or like a the National Weather Service was racist, they'd be naming all of the tropical storms Mexican names. <laughs> like they'd be like, "There's Hurricane Alberto, Beatriz." I'm- I'm pretty sure we've Charlie. had those. <laughs> I'm pretty Bonfilo. sure we've had those. They run out of names. Like, didn't one time they started using letters or numbers or something? Oh no, they went to beta, uh, Greek or something. That, like that's that. what it yeah. was. No, but um, no, but I'm just saying. Like, no, they have like Hurricane. Like Katrina is not Katrina, uh, maybe, but if you pronounce it like that, but nobody did. Um, Irma. I think ah, these are kind there's of there, I was about to say there's a couple that were like April O'Neil's best friend from the original Ninja Turtles. Is that a real thing? Yeah, her name was Irma. I have no idea. JJ, why do you have so much knowledge? Who knows the, obviously, other than yourself, who knows the best friend's name of April O'Neil from the Ninja Turtles? Probably Edward. Maybe Edward. What's Splinter's best friend's name? 
Uroku Saki. No. Shredder. It would probably be Usagi Yojimbo, depending on which. Oh, the fucking rabbit guy. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on which timeline of the turtles you're following. That shouldn't have had an answer, but it did. <laughs> I'm kind of upset about that. Also, uh, uh, Polly. Tw- Polly. Polly D. Paul C. Sorry. Oh, it was my, close. Wow. My eyes hurt. Um, because I had to drive at night. I'm not very good. I'm going to probably No, die. yeah, that's what, uh, this is what I was telling you about your thing. It's like, you need to be centered here. And it's like, I can't read those little letters. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I have a little iPad here so I can bring them up here. But yeah. there's so many, ca- I need to work on my cable management. Um, I need to work on my life, quite frankly. Uh, but he said, what's the topic today? Um, the topic today. Booze. <laughs> booze. Which is why I had, and I, and I will once again proceed to have a uh, fizzy lifting drink. Because JJ's got it. That's the thumbnail right there. Uh, no, you got to move the mic. The, the, you were doing it like this, and you were covering your face. I can't Photoshop. Move the mic. Also, now the mic is just in blue. <laughs> there you go. There's the thumbnail. Look at them. Don't look at me. <laughs> look at them. There you go. Okay. We're just creeping everybody out now. And our followers are waning, and they're gone. But we're talking about booze. I guess booze are less popular in this day and age. Well, we're t- Booze? Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, booze? Not in Austin. Yeah, but <laughs> see. Well, not in Austin, but booze in general, like, Drinking is a less popular thing for yeah. the younger generation. That, uh, the wacky tobacco seems to be what's... Yeah. Oh, the, what's, like the, the vapor tobacco or the marijuana? Both. Both. <laughs> oh. We can talk about those things too. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> that <laughs> might be a whole separate episode. That Today is Tommy vices. just uh, Tommy Tommy just opens the door. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, go, Tommy's off that stuff. All right. Uh, yeah. TJ just opens there the door. <laughs> TJ made a weird left turn into. I'll tag out for Jess because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying we're allowing it to happen. Jess just comes on. She's just literally a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> Jess, when she uh, enjoys her entertainment, likes. Uh, Likes gummy candies and so various types of sour. But that's gummy the thing. Candies. Like and TJ does too. When I was a teenager, there was like two kids. Like it was prevalent, but it was still like alcohol was the thing of choice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now it's like vice versa. Like I can literally probably name twelve people that prefer weed to alcohol at this point. Yeah, I mean that was the thing. Well, I could talk about weed, weed briefly because it's not a real big thing. But like in my era. To, 2008, 2012, um, that's when, like, the volcanoes started getting more accessible. Like, they had already existed. Volcano? Yeah, so there's a little machine as vapor, essentially. Like, the vape. Oh. It was the actual machine that made the vapes. And your head is in the way. Just switch the camera. I'm just getting in the water. Way. No, I'm setting up the story. Okay, go so on. So that we, we cut this into whatever feature film. Your head is not in the way. <laughs> no, but in my day, you actually had the physical volcano. It's like a little machine that had a fucking plastic bag at the end of it it collect all the vapor and then you share it with your friends because apparently it was just okay to share drinks and pens and tubes with your friends yeah this wouldn't fly during covid no (laughs) let's all put the our germs in this bag no that's why we're all gonna die because i mean let's see if i can find there it is there sounds like a repurposed uh (laughs) yeah that's what it was so that was the volcano and the volcano would make you put the the grass what, in there. What was the fake weed that was really popular in the in that day and age? Um, salvia. Salvia. Yeah, yeah. I've I've babysit. That was one of the funniest nights of my life. So I never tried salvia because I'm afraid of psychedelics. Because I'm afraid of spooky demons. It doesn't make you hallucinate, but it man, it it's made just Alfred hallucinate. It's right. like an uncomfortable high. Like, That's you don't what I heard. Feel... So- so, right. that, so that was the thing, right? So this was the same crew of people on the Chicano floor, just to bring it back. So I was on the Chicano floor of my school at UC Santa Barbara. and so, Fucking Cheech and Chong. No, that was the thing. I was, 
<laughs> I was the outlier because I speak like this, and I wasn't from like L.A., which most everybody was from that thing because L.A. is only a two-hour drive. I came four hours, and I'm not like from the hood or anything, which a lot of guys, those guys from like HP and Boyle Heights and Compton. Like my friend Leo's just like I'm from Compton. I'm like, do you see people die? Like, yeah, like all the time. But he's like super jolly. I'm like, okay, guy. But anyway, yeah, I was like the outlier, and they. What was the point of the story? I was getting there. It was uh, probably oh, the volcano. The volcano and sharing things and stuff. So yeah, there was. All the or was it guys. Salvio? Huh? Or was oh, it Salvio? That's what it was. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm, well, I'm just tired and I haven't had. A ch- I didn't get a chance to balance my center before the show, so I'm just kind of yeah. going uh, randomly. But um, they had the two white boys that lived in the same dorm for some reason in the Mexican Chicano floor, and so they were like the weed head guys, and so they were distributing the, the funds. They were the ones that had the volcano. They were the ones that did all that stuff. That and my boy Efren, and Efren ended up. Uh, doing other stuff, uh, selling other stuff, and now he's, I think he's clean. I think he just sells cars now, so he's fine. <laughs> Point being. <laughs> Point being. Um, they go, let's try Salvia, dog. Will, will you buy this ca- car if I do a line of Coke with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's will you buy this car and I'll give you a line of Coke and we can do it together or whatever. But um, so they were like, hey, let's go do it on the beach because anytime after 10 o'clock, the beach is technically closed and whenever it hits nightfall, but people would sneak out anyway. And so like these Like an guys, apartment pool. Like an apartment pool. So the apartment pool was the Pacific Ocean for us. Sorry, I just want to go back real quick. I imagine the line leading up to the line where you sign for the car. <laughs> That's how he gets you. <laughs> <laughs> the line to the line. <laughs> That's a redundancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sign on the dotted line and line on the dotted. <laughs> oh. All right. Good deal. <laughs> Thanks for the Subaru. But, um,. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Woo! Speed. And so, um, <laughs> oh, man. That's another thing. But we'll finish the story. <laughs> no, no, then we'll no, go. So they go, let's do Salvia. Uh, and I was like, I don't know. I had just learned to smoke weed like a week prior, maybe a couple months, depending on the timeline. Salvia is a step back. <laughs> that's what it. The kids that can't smoke weed smoke Salvia. Like, that was. Yeah. Yeah, that's a step back. Well, we didn't know the order. They were <laughs> in the weed. They were looking for a different high. And so I said, I'll go with you it guys. It is was, a different high. I was already hanging out with them. So I go, I'll go with you guys. Um, and they're like, yeah, we need you to babysit because you need people to babysit when you're on Salvia because you just move involuntarily. So I said, okay. So a couple of people had, like, they had a hookah set up and then for separate, and then they are, each did their Salvia. One guy tried to crawl into the Pacific Ocean, so I went and captured him and just, like, crab. No, no, he was just, like, on all fours, like, army crawling, just. <sighs> so one other guy. I imagine you picking him up and not fiving him like Brock Lesnar did to the, to the shark. Kind of. <laughs> no, yeah. I actually imagine him picking him up and he still is like a crab. <laughs> yeah. He just stayed rigid. He stayed rigid. And so, no. And so I pick him up, turn him around towards the cliff so he could climb up the cliff. That's fine. So then the other guy, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, you didn't even have to pick him up. Just draw a line in the sand that loops back. Right. <laughs> he would have followed. <laughs> right. But so then the second guy, he was laughing uncontrollably because apparently somebody broke his high right before he got into the trip, which is only about five, six, seven minutes. But he laughed for all seven to ten minutes of his high, full belly laugh, like bowled over, just laughing. And then he wakes up from his high. <laughs> what, what happened? Like he just didn't remember any of it. Why? He, it was like he, his mind went blank and went into a coma. Woke up and his stomach was hurting from laughter. So that guy, he had a pretty good one. The third guy was looking at the moon and he was silent and he was fine. That guy was cool 
until he got out and explained what had happened to him because he was just like this Werewolf. for the rest of us. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, in the Salvia lore, you know how like uh, Absinthe is a little fairy and then yeah. like, heroine's the green dragon or whatever, or chasing the dragon. Um, apparently, Salvia has an evil lady that's like judgmental and mad at you. Like, I guess this might be Mother it's Nature. It's just her girlfriend say. watching you do Salvia. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. None of us had girlfriends because we were all lame doing Salvia on the beach. And so he was like, the whole rest of the night was like, dude, the lady's mad at me. I don't know what I did, but the lady's mad at me. <laughs> he was like, after he was done being high, and I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do salvia. That's not doesn't seem like my thing because I'm afraid of psychedelics. I'm afraid of mind altering things. That's why I like don't get super drunk anymore because I've stopped getting drunk probably about a year now at this point uh, because I just get stupid when I drink. Like I'm just like or I get stupid like silly and like loud and obnoxious. Or that sounds great. You were like that when we floated the river. That wasn't a year ago. That, that, that was that's that was uh, my first time drinking truly. So. <laughs> and I was not prepared. I was not prepared. <laughs> and our friend at the end at that final tree, yeah. who gave me a bottle of Casamigos to drink and chug. I and, forgot about that. And they you did ch- that twice, oh, yeah. and I ain't no punk. <laughs> let's let's go back. You see Santa Barbara party school. So I had two big handle pulls of Casamigos, and then it ended like ten minutes later. I thought there was more river. No. And there was no more river, and. I was almost blackout. Actually, I, I didn't blackout, but I passed I out once I got to your couch. I was about to say, like, the, the rules for blackout versus not blackout are, are they're not going to be valid in this point because we were home sunburnt watching TV. And it's like, right, yeah, yeah like, you, it's, it's like. Either way, you were going to take a nap on the couch. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was, yeah, I was done. No, but like, I was like, well, was it uh, the Army of the Dead were they watching? Were you guys watching? Something no, like no, that. it was the Chris Pratt that Amazon second, movie. Was that, oh. I think that was the second time we went floating. Yeah. Uh, either way, <laughs> I was like, this is cool. Put my blanket over me. This is... <laughs> just out. Tomorrow then, war. No, and then I, uh, tomorrow war. Yeah. Then I woke up and you, everyone was gone. And I was like, wait, huh? It's like 11 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, I guess I got to go home. And then I just drove home. I was already sober by that point. I had slept it off, but... Um, it's because we found that mystery. Day drinking is great. Day drinking is my favorite. I love day drinking. We need a day drinking spot that's not that cool ass bar that we found. What Bonaire? Bonaire. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to this one bar. Actually, I'll let you tell that story well, on the uh, six the... area is pretty good for day drinking. Well, Absolutely. Well, that's where the Raider there. bar is. Yeah. The only problem is you guys play Monday night, so yeah. you kind of fucked it up. But yeah. Oh yeah, I fucked that up. It's fine. <laughs> you guys fucked it up. You have two Monday night games in a three week span. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> We're popular. I can't blame you. Can't blame us for being Monday popular. night is not where popular teams go. <laughs> that's prime they go time. Sunday night. No. I think Sunday night is more pop. I would not watch. Mon- Monday night game has been where the worst. You know what? This is for tomorrow. Yes. But yeah, they, that's where the worst podcast. That's where the worst. Say, Monday's yeah. when Raw is. And Raw is yeah. shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying Raw is war. And like, that's, that's outdated, I think. I don't yes, think that's catchy. Super crazy, outdated. But yeah, imagine putting a tube in that and sharing it. With, there it is. And sharing it with your friend. That's how we used to vape back in the days, children. There wasn't no pens. There wasn't no. Uh, uh, just jewels. realized how that's there like was an expensive beaker, <laughs> right? That looks like the equivalent of when someone brings out a whole rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have cell phones. We had this big piece of shit. We had analog <laughs> vapor, and you had to pass the bag to your friends. It was it was fucking stupid. But we and, had to and make it all at once. We couldn't just store it like <laughs> fucking pens. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make, we had to make it in garbage bags and share it with our friends. 
And no, and the worst part was that it still smelled like weed. Like the whole point of the vape pen is that it disperses easily. Now, albeit when I've tried it in my time, um, it was is not as harsh as the real stuff, which was good for me because I'd never fucking done it before. But it still smelled, so you're still. I, what I learned is you get a plastic bottle, fill it with dryer sheets, and you blow into it. I forgot what it's called, it's like a sploof or something like that. Yeah. I forget. But um, yeah, and then I learned how to do that. I never, I didn't learn how to do that till like three years ago. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But and then the people in the chat, baby gangsta, only 1840 kids remember. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh, and then uh, Key said, holy shit, I've seen a video where a guy described a woman angry with him. Yeah, so the salvia lady is crazy. And, and that's why I don't do that. That's why I don't do psychedelics because I just – I'm scared. What's the puffer from the furnace? Oh, the, the – Oh, yeah, the, <laughs> the, 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 fire, the yeah. fireplace bellows? Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing older than that volcano. <laughs> They just put weed in it. It, it seems so, it's like look at it's like the vol, the volcano weed vaporizer. That's like calling like it's like a oh this is a television like it's the long form version. We would smoke out of the volcano and we listen to the latest wax cylinders on our polygraph. Right, right, <laughs> right. We went to the Nickelodeon. No, you can actually still make this. Old. We would listen to our latest MP3s on our Zune. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> we had to download the music to a hard drive. And we had an analog plug that went into everything that does not exist on phones anymore. It really doesn't. They took it away. Yeah, they took it away from my Samsung. It was oh, no. Samsung? <laughs> yeah, Samsung went the way of... Damn. But at least they have USB-C, but that's another conversation for another time. But yeah, look at the stylish tabletop vaporizer. Back when it's a conversation piece, right? No, like back when TVs were a whole console and you had a big piece of wood built into it. Oh my god! Uh, is the invented the Martin? If from she Martin doesn't know what this combustion. is, she's too young for you, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> Bro. If they know what this is, we're in MILF territory at this point. Mathematically. I mean, like, see, yeah, we're 30. Yes. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I already got dad bod. Uh, <laughs> I got a regress to dad bod. I got fat bod. You got uncle bod. Oh, I don't like it. I'm, I am I'm an uncle, which is Yeah, bad. but you're meat man. It's fine. I, yeah, I am meat <laughs> Meat. So that's another <laughs> I don't want to explain that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I just want to let it hang there. I just want to let, hang, you, you want to let my meat hang. It'll be. Uh, <laughs> you guys air it out a little bit. You guys let make your slop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you guys make the assumptions of why I'm the meat man. And uh, whatever ways you want to describe it, it's fine. I'm, I'm comfortable. 1996. What are you looking I'm up? Just looking the history, I'm just looking at the volcano. I just am so interested in it and like how big it is and like how we just need a little miniature <laughs> but you know what doesn't I like change how that existed in 1906 and then it was like <laughs> weed is illegal in like the in 1920s oh it was 96 96 oh i thought you said 06 i was like man they invented that and then they <laughs> they outlawed it 10 <laughs> years later <laughs> no 1996 the entire development of herbal vaporizers the volcano patent is there so 2000 the first volcano so we only had it about Eight years into its invention, all things considered, which is why it was like 120. It was bucks. still patent pending. Pat, patent pending. It was, it was like the George <laughs> in the 90s. We didn't know who's gonna own it, but um, yeah. And then now it's like Vapor Factory 2016 f- fits in a pen, a fucking USB, and all the kids are addicted to nicotine again. We lost. Joe Camel, you fucking win this time, you bitch. No, I think he's losing money to vapes. <laughs> Aren't they just eating themselves into marble and vapes now? 
Yeah, Marlboro Marlboro is in vapes. Yeah, I don't know if Camel is. Oh, that's the thing. You know, I have those pop icons. I wanted a Joe Camel pop icon. (laughs) That won't exist anymore. But I thought, hmm, he is one of the most iconic characters of the 90s. He was on Frisbees. (laughs) <laughs> and other goodies that they gave to children to make them smoke. Man, we're starting to sound really old the longer we talk about our old shit. I mean, like, if you want to sound really old, talk about the, the fake candy cigarettes that they stopped. Oh, well, those have been around. Oh, they still make them. No, they don't. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. You can find them at, like... Novelty stores. But novelty you, stores. Before, I could find them at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Go to and pick up, like, two packs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, yeah, smoky. Like, to classic smoking? My- Five pack a day habit. <laughs> <laughs> smoking in general, like I, I barely know people who cl- smoke classic cigarettes. Like you're one of them, rarely, but you're more of a cigar smoker because mm-hmm. you actually had an, a habit and then you broke the habit. But you do it occasionally. But you're more of a cigar. You'll use yeah, your cigar that you do. Cigar for me, if I'm going to smoke anything, it's going to be a cigar more likely than not. I'm assuming cigar. Probably as the well. cookout in October. I, nah, probably more cigarette like. I don't smoke all that often. Right. When I do, it's just whatever's available. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, my friend had menthol. If I plan ahead of time, like, yeah, I'll get a cigar. Yeah. I'll it, go to Specs and I'll find myself, like, the fanciest Honduran cigar I can pronounce. The <laughs> fanciest Honduran cigar. Um, by the way, JJ, you've been coming in quiet. Oh, well, wow. this isn't my normal night. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to boost everybody a little bit. There we go. Ba-ba-ba-boost. There we go. Cool. So if we're peeking too hard, let us know. But I think we always come in quiet, so I think we're fine. Um, Sweet. But yeah, dude. They said I had Marvel candy. Ci- there was Marvel candy cigarettes. Yeah. What? That one I didn't know. I'm look that up real quick. Just Those like were the only it. ones I could find in Panchitos, <laughs> which was the corner store back, <laughs> back in Eagle Pass. Man, that reminds me of Edward being mad that they changed the Big League Chew. Did they? Yeah, it's a woman now. Oh, who gives a shit? It's fine. No, but it's still like it was like it's the it was the iconic thing that didn't change for like thirty years, and then they changed it. Uh, yeah. I don't really care either. Wait, well, well they, now they're candy sticks, but they're the cigarettes. You mean Bazooka Joe? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's Bazooka Jane now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like, who, it's fine. It's whatever. Like, what I'm, if they made it like? Uh, I don't think like anyone sh- bought Bazooka Joe for the comics. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, for the character development. <laughs> right, and then you got like I don't know, Charlotte Cheeto. If they made like Chester Cheeto a girl, like a Miss Pac-Man I type don't of variant. Imagine that with boobs. I didn't say she had to have boobs. What? No, I don't know. I don't know. Lola Bunny doesn't have boobs anymore. Women characters they, don't she have did boobs for a long time. For They'd at least Cheeto's but, puffs. She, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, that's why we can't have you on the show. <laughs> talk about Charlotte Cheeto. Yeah, Charlotte Cheeto having puffs. You talk about Yojimbo being Shredder's best friend. You talk about Irma, fucking April O'Neil's best friend, who nobody knows. Two out of three are great. Hold on, I want to know. I want to know what Irma looks like. Irma, too. it's the girl with glasses. Yeah, and what? the blue nerd. Yeah. Oh, she. Oh, and then she's even in the new one. Yeah. What do you oh, know? She's not as cool. She, she looks was like a Krang. Huh. In the 3D one, she was a Krang. Oh, my Spoilers. God. <laughs> well, no, she looks like... Um, who is the girl from the Chipettes? <laughs> she looks like just a real-life version of Brittany? that one. Brittany? Let me no, see. No, no, Brittany's I, the... I, Alvin. I remember Theodore, and that's it. The so. Chipettes. Eleanor. Theodore and Eleanor, and then Simon and... Garfunkel. Bridget? <laughs> that's, that's literally the same fucking character. Jeanette. Jeanette. Damn. Hold on. There it is. <laughs> There's a, I mean, you, why are these pictures so small? Google Images sucks now. I'm just got to say, Google Images is Google like, is not updating from 1995 when the <laughs> cartoon was relevant. No, but the idea is that they don't want you to steal copyrighted images, but that's all I go on Google for. But yeah, look, it's the same fucking character. 80s character development was not very... 
Like the black kid was all the same in the eighties and the nineties. Tall skinny kid with with the high top fade. It's all the same. There Sorry, was, I'm imagining the Burger King kid. Yeah, that's the, Bur- <laughs> the Burger King kid. Uh, Gerald, in a way, the kid from Captain Planet. It's the same black kid, and there was no Mexican kids. Not one. The Indian dude that did heart. Yeah, Indian dude, and I think there was like a, a couple guys. I think in he was G.I. actually Joe. Indian, Indian from India. Right. Yeah, but no, no, he, no, no. If any, if he was from anywhere, because they say he's from South America, so he's either oh. from Brazil or from like Chile or Paraguay. Well, somewhere there. That is too far away from what we're talking about today, which is Mexico and Mexicans drinking too much. It's it's all it's pan. It's a big problem for all of us. So let me go ahead and uh, cool down my libation. It didn't get cold from that little smoky thing. But uh, yeah, we'll get started right now. I'm going to throw you to a quick commercial and we'll be right back after this.
Welcome everybody to Maso Menos Mexicanos. Bienvenidos. I don't know what host is in Spanish. I've done that gimmick twice already. Uh-huh. And I'm like, soy tu. What is host? host? I guess. Presentador. Presentador. Samuel Gonzalez. And on the other side. <laughs> what up? Your head is so large. Back that it's ass filled, up. It's filled with deep thoughts. I know you got the deepest of thoughts. Ooh, you're actually using the salt the shaker rim. of thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I did the thing. Cool. I forgot to do it entirely. I forgot the line. I forgot everything. All I did is I went and got dry <laughs> ice, and I made it nice and bubbly and concoction-y, and I can't drink it until it all evaporates. But some got stuck at the top, so I don't know if I'll ever be able to drink this all, because I don't want to touch it with my fingers, because I'll lose my fingers and get gangrene. Hey, everybody. I'm Sammy. Get gangrene. That's not it. Uh... <laughs> Rug burn? Frostbite. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep saying things. Uh, uh, Actually, JJ will find Sun, Sunburn. Uh, hernia. Uh, corduroys. Anyway, but... Cancer. Oh, cancer. <laughs> but it's got... A, if you can hear that, audience. Blood blisters. Got a, oh, no. It's got a nice little bubble. And so... It's it's the Halloween time. I wanted to... I've always wanted to play with dry ice, because... Um, oh, it's all spilling we about, shit. We're about to switch the gears into spooky times. Yeah, man. I You know what? I say, fuck it. I'm going all in this month. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at it, guys. The world is crazy right now. And uh, we'll get to introducing them. Actually, let's do, let's do that now before you go into my whole spiel. Joining me on the other side. I got, I'm Marco. That's JJ. It's Marco and JJ. Oh, why are you holding a knife? In, in case of intruders. There it is. We have ice. Do you know that, right? Yes, I'm aware. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Doesn't want to water down his tequila. Oh, I do because I'm soft. Um, and uh, um, and you are, I know you're in a good one because you're well, holding your mic. Anytime no, you I'm hold just, your mic, yeah. you're in a loosey-goosey mood, baby. No, yeah. I had a really relaxing day today. I didn't do shit. That's except good. go to the gym and, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and so Marco's relaxed. JJ seems relaxed over there with his rim of salt. And To be I, fair, I think I sound better when I hold the mic. And then the only reason I don't do it when I'm on that side is I have to press buttons. Ah, so you, it's more natural to you. Yeah. All right. Well, the world is crazy right now, and... It's going to be my birthday next month. Uh, my birthday is a week before Halloween. And so I usually just like, oh, I'm going to wait for Halloween to celebrate my birthday, whatever. But I actually do think that I feel like I got cheated last year, turning 30, not really having a real big thing, being in the middle of a fucking depression. It was kind of all bullshit. And so we I'm coming out at that point. No, mm-hmm. I'm still in it. I quit the Mexicans at that I, point. <laughs> I would say, like, if you. The, Instead of nosediving, like it, it was at least looking up. You right. had not started the climb. Right. It was just <laughs> right. But it plateaued. <laughs> you hit rock bottom. That was it. Because <laughs> yeah. I had just gotten gobsmacked a couple days prior, and then I was like, oh, this is my birthday? Sure. Oh, that's right. Your birthday was going to be a bigger thing, and then you ended up pulling out of like 80% of it. Yeah, I, I, my pullout game was strong. Back <laughs> uh, no, and so I was like, huh. And now that I'm out of the funk generally and and life's still bullshit i mean we're all in this pandemic together um i'm just like fuck it i'm gonna be like one of those basic girls where it's like it's my birthday month (laughs) i started it fucking uh yesterday uh or two days ago when we went out uh downtown and i spun the wheel i paid the ten dollars it wasn't my birthday but i acted like it was my birthday i spun the wheel gave your friend a t-shirt saw him for like 30 minutes and then he disappeared into the night we disappeared from him yeah yeah was he tripping ninja vanished no no we we were just like 
We're not trying. having fun at those bars. So we went, maybe Ray would be fun. And there was only yeah. four people at that bar. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird day. I didn't I, want to social distance, and it was social distance everywhere. I figured it out. It's everybody saving their energy for ACL this weekend. Gotcha. That's and what it's I apparently going to be rainy like this if you guys can hear it in the audience. I'm not going. Fuck I'm them. not going. I'm not paying $1,000 to see Patty Smith. I don't even know who Patty Smith is. Singer from the 80s. Oh, well, yeah, even more so. I'm not okay, gonna... I'm not paying $1,000 to see Machine Gun Kelly. I'm going to pay money to punch Machine Gun Kelly at this point. You're not Corey Taylor. I'm not, or Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to punch him. It seems like the thing to do. I just feel like it's the way that I'm going to become a viral sensation. But anyway, um, so yeah, I want... Do people remember the person that randomly like punches a celebrity? I feel like it's just like Justin Bieber got punched. Uh, <laughs> nobody remembers. If you knock him out, yeah... I I don't think it's been successful though it has to be another celebrity that punches the celebrity right well i'm the excellence jj <laughs> we got almost almost and this is actually part that of our actually... shilling right go ahead no i was gonna say that would actually be really good for the podcast <laughs> yeah, we, we'd have something to talk about it's like well that was okay i'll bring a little side story because it reminds me of fun so my cousin uh saw lou ferrigno at a at a comic con mm-hmm. and you know lou ferrigno is notorious for being an asshole about signatures and photos and things like that. Oh, like really? He yells at people. Oh, yeah. Lou Ferrigno is not a nice man when it comes to those things. He wa- He's Whoa. penny-pinching on everybody. If you look at him, you pay. If you take a picture, you pay. If you do that, right? He so my, was the Hulk. He, I mean, he was he the gave Hulk. gave me a high five for free. Well... That's because you are big and large like him. I am not Lou Ferrigno big. Yeah. That is a different... <laughs> Lou Ferrigno, when he's 73, perhaps. He, well, he's a big dude, but ago. he's also elderly. Yeah. So, But that's the point. So, still kick my ass. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's a deaf elderly man. And so my cousin's like, ooh, Lou Ferrigno. Who wouldn't be like, ooh, Lou Ferrigno? And apparently he did it loud enough as he was taking the photo of him. And Lou Ferrigno goes, hey... Delete that photo. And he walks up to him like he's going to fight my cousin. My cousin's also a big dude. And he goes, I have a thought. Do I delete the photo or do I fight an elderly deaf man? (laughs) But if I win, I beat up an elderly deaf man who's also the Hulk if he beats my ass. And he also real life saved people in a shootout. Probably. No, he did. This was in the news like back in the 90s. Well... (laughs) Then he kicks his ass, and he got his ass beat by the Hulk, and that is a great story forever. Next week, top five old people you don't want to fight. <laughs> Bruce Lee, no, he's but... already dead. Yeah, I still don't want to fight his corpse. Yeah, not, not I got the feeling he still has like some tricks in there. <laughs> right, but no, uh, number number five, Machete. That guy, he is elderly and tiny, but still looks mean as shit. Like I forget how tall I am compared to real celebrities. Like I'm giant. Like Conan O'Brien is like, oh my god, he's so tall. He's my height. But compared to everybody else in Hollywood, he's a fucking monster. So like Danny Trejo, Danny Trejo's like five five or five four maybe. I can take him. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, he's in your weight class and size, and now he pervades donuts and and tacos, and like that's I all think he does. We just end up being bros, right? <laughs> hey, hey man, I think you're pretty cool, man. <laughs> hey, he also has a beer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah tr- we totally bond. Yeah, tacos <laughs> just drink all his beer and is eat his donuts and tacos. I don't care how mad I am. I was like. Anyway. Does he actually speak Spanish? Yeah, uh, probably enough. He He's probably understood Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, Rick Moranis got punched. Yeah, everyone wanted to murder that guy, though. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, but even as infamous as he was, I never learned his name. Yeah, <laughs> he's just in jail forever. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, no, uh, and someone's like, when's your birthday? You're never going to get that information. It's October actually 24th. exactly a week before Halloween. 
And so I've always kind of celebrated on Halloween, even though Halloween's not like my favorite holiday. But like I mentioned before, going back to the main point, I'm going all in, baby. I'm this whole place is going to be lit up with spooky things. I'm going to go to the HEB and the Walmart sections where they're going to have like the skulls and Spirit of Halloween's open. Yeah, I'm going to go. No, that's too expensive. I want, skull, <laughs> I want skull chalices. I want spooky lights and lanterns everywhere. I'm probably going to buy another fog machine because I'm a child. I love fog machines. That's why I like this. You're getting paid spooky too much. Mist. I am. <laughs> I, so I got a new job. I got, I got fired, and then I got a new job that pays me about half a check more. And I've just been spending it on frivolous things. So, um, yeah, don't take my credit card away because I'm just going to have lots and lots of fun. But if I had a problem of my forebearers, potentially, I'd spend it all on booze. And let's talk about booze. That's not a good segue. No, that was a bad segue. It's the only way that I was going to get there because today we're actually talking about something whimsical. But then kind of serious. I feel like I'm going to make it serious because I actually do want to talk about the serious parts of this. But. The topic of today's show, Maso Menos Mexicanos, a show about Mexicans. Uh, we can only say Mexicans because that's what we are. And mm-hmm. technically, we're all born in America, correct? Yeah. Okay. I, I have to check. Sometimes I'm a friend. <laughs> like, oh, I was born in Mexico. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, naturalized or whatever the hell. But um, yeah, so this is a podcast about our experience stateside. I'm from Fresno, California, the heart of the valley in California. You guys are from Eagle Pass, Texas, border town. You stayed there a lot longer because you went for the military pretty much pretty quick. Or no, you went yeah. to Texas Tech and then military? Tech, tech, military. Texas and then, Tech. Yeah. Also San Antonio for yeah. a while. For that, I was all over. Yeah. And then you <laughs> stayed in Eagle Pass for a long time. And then you recently moved to Austin like, what, five years ago? Four years ago now? Yeah, four and a half. Four and a half. So we, me and Marcos made this independently of ourselves. You have a lot more Mexican experience. You're more Mexican than all of us. <laughs> At least the both of us. Because you'll talk about shit that I'm like, what is that candy? What is that experience? What is that part of Mexico? What if is you it? see a fun Mexican TikTok, you might be JJ. Right. <laughs> see, like, when I text, I go, ha, ha, ha. He goes, ja, ja, ja. <laughs> That's the difference. With, and Marcos, I don't know what he does. LOL, maybe. I don't no. know. I, I do have, nah. like the keyboard on my phone is it spanish it's set to spanish damn. and english damn i see I, <laughs> I i'm not swapped back yet. and forth between them yeah i'm not He's, there yet. i don't have the acentos everywhere but um yeah so we're gonna talk about and marco this was your idea because we need to get back in this groove we haven't done this episode this show in a while um some people got new jobs uh, some people were on vacation having good times so we're getting back in the groove of everything and so uh before we get started got shows tomorrow and thursday be sure to stick around for that be sure to follow and subscribe do all those things but <laughs> stick Marcos, around for 48 hours right in front of the... the just, we're just going to keep going, baby. <laughs> just keep it rolling. But well, no, we didn't try to have a 24-hour podcast, but yeah, going back... It fuck was, it, we'll do that for my post-birthday because I'll be gone, but... Post-birthday. Um, no, well, the idea for this is just... Um, so, usually I run the show. This is the first show that you're actually taking the helm on just because it kind of snuck up a little I bit. I kind of forgot to, yeah, that you oh, run really? the show, yeah. This was not an intentional thing. It was more like, I'm just going to pass the ball to you. I think I just like switching. Okay, so, no, that's Yeah, fine. you're still the host... Oh, well, I, get, I, I guess I get to be a presentador now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am, I don't know. <laughs> I am el co-presentador. Well, the way that I, I normally like to do the show is that one episode will be something serious like uh, immigration or something. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, next one will be something fun like anime or 
alcohol. Right. And oh. real quick, because somebody did mention it, uh, or people were getting mad at people who were not mentioning it. We really wanted to talk about the Haitians on Del Rio. We really did. Somebody mentioned it? Yeah, well, somebody mentioned it in terms of, like, where are all the Latino orgs helping the fucking Haitians? It's well, like, that's why our fourth guest isn't here. Alyssa literally, was literally raising money and supplies to, for them. Right, which is why we didn't do the episode right now. <laughs> but I just want to put that out there because people – I want to I want to actually put that out there because half of our team here is black. And so we don't have that stance of anti-blackness. We try not to. We try to find that middle ground. And so we – all of us were like, okay, we got to talk about these Haitians getting fucked up because it's not right but it's a little heavier of a topic and we want to get back in the role so alcohol is uh the way we liven it up and we got some good alcohols here mine's bubbling you got your corona you got your tequila go ahead well i mean <laughs> as you burp into the microphone i, I covered it um <laughs> no i i guess i would start this out by just saying um I actually know this answer for jj and i know this answer for me obviously because it would be my question um <laughs> What was your first taste of alcohol? I remember this vividly. Uh, I must have been if I always think that my memory started at five, but I think my memory started at three. Oh, I know where this story goes. Yeah, so I'm about f- maybe four years old, probably four years no, old. That's another. No, 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 no. So my dad uh, was a. And we'll talk about this in depth more or less. We go along. I was a bit of a drinker back in the day when I was younger. So every night he had his uh, his Budweiser. He's classic Budweiser guy. Glass bo- brown glass bottles. Remember vividly. See him drink it every day. I'm four. I toddle up to him and I'm like, "Can I try some?" He's like, "Sure." Gives you the bottle and then I throw it back. I throw it back. I don't even try to like light it. I just like. Ha ha ha! Everyone laughs and that's it. That was my first taste of beer. Didn't like it. I was like, I'm not going to try it. And do you want to know, like, my first adult, like, intentional? Yeah, both stories are okay. fine. And the intentional one is, is, is even lamer, honestly. Like, that's cute and adorable. Well, when you say remember it vividly, what was it? Because I... I oh, know. it was the taste. No, no, no. Oh, you don't remember what beer it was? It was a... No, the, oh, the, you're talking about my real life one? No, like, the one that your dad gave you. My dad was... It was the Budweiser. Oh, it was Budweiser. It was, yeah, it was a Budweiser, that dark brown Not bottle. Bud Light? No, Budweiser. I That's remember. rare for Mexicans. Yeah, I remember the red the red label. He was totally Budweiser, classic Budweiser drinker. And uh, yeah, I had the bottles heavy. I remember being heavy, and I remember looking down at the the booze first, and then doing it. And I tried to block it with my tongue, but it didn't work because I committed too much. I was like, ah, he laughed, and he's like, yeah, don't ask me again. And then it was like, I won't. And then I didn't. Until- Side note: I don't think I have any like family members that drink whole beer. Like they all drink lights. Well, he, he evolved, but if, but no, the, he was yeah Budweiser for a long time. Ah, damn, yeah, you might be well. Dad's an uncle and above. We don't uh, us and your cousin and Paco don't count. No, <laughs> but Modelo Especial is a light, right? Like, yeah, it's a light. It's a light. Lighter, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then the real one. Because I'm going to, as I mentioned several times, uh, going to UC Santa Barbara. It's a party school. I didn't drink in high school at all. So, and I don't even know if my folks know this story, but um, at my graduation party, we had a, a taquero that made unlimited tacos for like four hours, and then they had all Damn. the beers and stuff. Yeah. Oh, great. you've told the story. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, okay, party's over. I snuck a Smirnoff ice and a Corona. <laughs> like just, and plain, like just plain. And so I'm like, I got to learn how to drink. Like, this is like so embarrassing. I have to learn how to drink. Grab the Corona, twist it, or take it off. And I just drink it plain. I'm just like, ugh. Ugh. And then I'm like, okay, I finished the Corona. 
And I didn't feel nothing because I'm a large high school kid. Yeah. One is not going to do it. One's not going to do it. And then I get the Smirnoff ice, and it's a Smirnoff ice. And I'm like, oh, that's soda. I like this. <laughs> and, then I and, then, and then that was it. And then I went to UC Santa Barbara. And then the first party I went to, or was one of the early first uh, early parties I went to, uh, they gave me a red solo cup. And I want to illustrate it. Um, I put about like half of that much of uh, sour apple vodka Smirnoff, <laughs> like Smirnoff, and then like maybe a little bit more, and then I filled it with squirt, <laughs> and then I drank it, and then I actually got drunk that time, and I was like, oh god, booze is weird, and then by like three months into it, I was drinking Everclear with Irish people, so that <laughs> UC Santa Barbara was a ropes course of drinking, and and that's how I can do some of my drinking feats, which have tapered off over the years. Yeah, you're 30. Yeah, hangovers I'm hurt 30. now. There's all those memes and shit. Yeah, the hangovers, they don't hurt, but I throw up when I drink. <laughs> like, more, way more often now than well, I did. Well, if you didn't throw up, then it would hurt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My body's, my, my body's like, fuck this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's my elderly <laughs> defense mechanism. But, um, JJ. Uh, me, my timeline might be messed up here. So I don't know. Paco's if, in the comments. He'll correct you anyway. I don't remember. So Paco's involved in both. <laughs> <laughs> and it so, wasn't him. <laughs> so, so for context, Paco is his cousin. Paco pretty much brought – he's like the Nick Fury of the Mexicans <laughs> because, because Paco is a, is a big Mexican guy, our friend. Your cousin, he, when did you meet him? With him at the same time? How did I meet him? I met him – You might have actually met him through Double Toast because every time I would wasn't try through to bring double- Paco over like – it wouldn't work like right his parents would always take him to piedras to mexico to go mm-hmm. visit his family on that side so he'd be gone the entire fucking day. this claudia that's probably it okay so it was friend just another, another mutual friend that uh so everybody that meets paco loves Paco. right and i right. met him through double toasted met jj through a rick and morty event and then through you again so, yeah yeah it, it's just like a whole big circle of he's just like i have a mission to bring all the mexicans together in austin <laughs> and he succeeded and then he moved to dallas <laughs> yeah. like, oh cool we can all hang out together as bros and he's just by himself now <laughs> my mission is done here <laughs> <laughs> my planet needs me <laughs> but so paco is your cousin and so he's there as yeah. a child and as um, an adult yeah he's like two years three years older than me i forget exactly the math but he's a little bit older than me. So when I was like in maybe seventh grade, he was already in high school, uh-huh. like a sophomore or a junior. And I remember there was one trip we took to Fort Worth to visit. I don't remember if it was for some kind of family event or it was mm. just because it's summer vacation and I wanted to go to Six Flags. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so I remember I hung out with his friends. And they all were like, we want to go drinking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't worry, JJ's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's no nerd. <laughs> he might be small, but he's de- <laughs> but he's strong. Right? He's strong. It's deceptive. Right. Um, so, yeah, we, we went out. We went to, like, a grocery store. And they were all – everyone was underage, particularly yeah. me. So they were all kind of playing that game of like, can someone buy this for me? Right, right. There's right. a crisp $5 bill in it for you. <laughs> hey, Mr. Homeless Man, you want to buy us some booze? <laughs> right. Did you actually get a homeless man to buy you booze? No. Uh, one of his friends, one of the girls, because us, 
boys, Mexican boys, could not right. pull this off. Right. <laughs> All five, six of you. <laughs> yeah. One of the girls was like just... W- Stand on each other. Standing. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want <laughs> alcohol, please? <laughs> Unas chéves. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the girls like was bold enough to just like walk in grab the case of i think it was smirnoff uh-huh. and just like waited by like the self-checkout until oh and this is when self checkout was like in its infancy at this point yeah yeah where, where, uh, where they didn't they have no cameras no sensors nobody looking at them well she was just like waiting at the checkout right and until finally like some kind elderly white woman was like do you need someone to buy that for you yeah <laughs> and yeah she's like here have fun fucking it. jewels yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly like super bad and then yeah we went to a park and we got hammered <laughs> off of smirnoffs and that god bless that lady you know what i now i'm gonna resign myself to be the elderly man like, i gotta be at least 50 to do that for people but i'm gonna be the elderly man. i do that today yeah do you really no, I said I would do that. Oh, you I don't would do that. Where would I see these people? I go to Specs. Oh, a- <laughs> well, that was what I was going to say. When I got this tequila today, uh, I was in the tequila section, and there was a trove of young women, like college age girls. Like, yeah, where's but- the Ciroc or whatever the fuck they wanted, right? You're in the wrong section if you're looking for Ciroc vodka in the tequila section. <laughs> yeah, they know they, it was whatever. But I was like, oh my god, youths! Like, because they were youths. They didn't know. They knew that they wanted party drinks, and that was it. And I'm over here trying to find the fanciest of tequilas. Damn, they were really like partying on a Tuesday. That's what I was saying. Man. <laughs> I had that thought. Where I'm like, damn, there's a lot of people in the tequila aisle looking for fucking cognac and shit. <laughs> but um, so the Smirnoff Ice was the first time, and so what yeah, was the second time? The the real, maybe perhaps the real time. Perhaps the real time was this was definitely at a quinceanera because there's several stories that came out of this one. <laughs> okay. Whose was it? Uh, my cousin Mandy. I don't know her. No. Yeah, you, you never met her. <laughs> I was uh, going through. A- to have a kid, so Mazel Tov. <laughs> I was going through the Rolodex of band members. I was like, who mm. will it be? <laughs> also, that's the wrong religious ceremony. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but. Uh, it was at her quinceanera, and it's I believe this is. <laughs> I believe this is also the same night as uh, one of our other relatives that married into the family. Uh, whenever he got drunk, we call him Hennessy Mike because he got <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> was it off Hennessy specifically? Oh yes, he was trashed. <laughs> Hennessy, they does carried that to him people. out, and like the security guard at the you know place the, yeah. the salon uh, yeah. <laughs> was like super pissed <laughs> jesus christ and like trying to give everyone shit but my uncle has worked in law enforcement for like ever yeah yeah <laughs> and he, he actually met comey before uh everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> james comey he, he was pretty high up in texas dps okay so uh this was slightly before that time, but still, he had enough pull, I guess, to like tell the rent a cup. It slow your roll. <laughs> Simmer down. Simmer down now. No, this was in San Antonio. Oh, right, never okay. Mind. But yeah, uh, so you were having a mafioso party. Got it. Right. <laughs> yeah, and we were. I was just like walking past, I guess, Hennessy Mike's table. I don't remember if it was Hennessy Mike or not, <laughs> but they had like a bottle of Goldschlager, and I were, like. 
do a shot, bitch. <laughs> to you? Yeah. And sure. I was like, Give it. <laughs> and yeah, I did it. And they were expecting me to flinch, but I didn't. I never freeze. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> what have we unleashed? <laughs> they gave you a shot of Hennessy? No, no. Uh, Goldschlager. Oh, that's sweet. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, it's the cinnamon one. Yeah. I kinda, oh, jeez. Yeah. I kind of hate it though. Yeah. I've I've had it once, and I was like, oh, I wanted I wanted to eat the gold. I remember I wanted to it. buy it after Superbad. Like this is more American alcohol at this point. But yeah, I, yeah. then I've got to flip the script at mine. But yeah, um, Goldslager isn't that that bad. Yeah, but so you had your two chow. You, you rose to the occasion on both times. Yeah. So where the timeline might be fucked up is because I don't remember. What trip happened first? Oh, gotcha. So it was either Hennessy Mike or it was Six Flags. Right. <laughs> Hungover Six Flags. Hungover Six Flags. <laughs> at, the age, at the tender age of like 12. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, man. It's, it was funny because someone on like TikTok was like, when your parents hand you a drink at your 18th birthday and you forget to flinch when you get drink, and you're like, Oh, ew! <laughs> that was not what happened when I was eighteen. Well, yeah, because you're a man. It was, it was late no, I was about to say like my par- my parents had already seen me carried home at that point. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No. So you guys give me a lot of shit for being sheltered. That was one thing that I dare not risk do. What? Was get come home drunk and shit like that. Like even now, like when I go visit, I'll go uh, before COVID. I'd go and visit. There was one time I got obliterated, and I was like. Oh shit! Oh, Alfred's I, wedding reception. I got smashed. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was four in the morning, and I'm like, "Yeah, I oh, bought I three bottles, and I wasn't drunk at the end of it, and every my bottles were gone." And I was like, "That was you and Frank, boy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's funny <laughs> is like for Frank. So Frank was the person who visited him last right, week. Right? Yeah, yeah. Frank does not like me. For like, oh, is that why y'all didn't hang out together? Yes. <laughs> no, it was just that I don't plan. Fair enough. Yeah, you, you did go over that. <laughs> Let me put it this way: I'm not on his favorite. I'm not on his MySpace top eight. That's fair. Gotcha. To say I was on nobody's MySpace top eight. <laughs> Talk about dating ourselves again. We're having volcanoes with our top eight. But uh, <laughs> but uh, every time me and Frank hang out, because he's, he actually can drink, like he can drink really well and hold his liquor. Uh-huh. We always get fucking blacked out where it's just, <laughs> it's just like Godzilla versus King Kong. Or it's we're, just... we're friendly the entire time, but there still comes a certain part of the night that every time I've drank with Frank, I don't remember. Like, I time travel at a certain There's point. There's a breaking point where it's, <laughs> it's just, all right. And I'm not close enough with Frank to know if he is time traveling, too. Like, oh, I, yeah, he is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Godzilla versus Kong. You guys both knock each other out, wake up in the fucking ashes. Like, what the fuck did we do? Did we, did we do this? I thought we were friends. Well, Godzilla wins. I do not win when no, I fight Frank. No, <laughs> they, they never really, no one really wins in those movies. Well, the last one, there was a definite winner. Oh, well, then Mechagodzilla came and fucked you both up. <laughs> Paco. And, <laughs> I was going to say tequila, but <laughs> whatever. So what was the first time, though, you got drunk? No, last and I. It was literally, I was five or six. So Five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, don't gloss over this. This is this is a real well, story. Well, it was, it's the same thing as you. It was a taste. No one gave me a whole beer. Okay. It was just a matter of... The 90s were a very jolly time for my family because the Cowboys were winning three Super Bowls that decade. Oh. So that everything, I mean, even to this day and age, like, I don't know how to have a get-together that's not a carne asada. Right. And this is also, like, well, a quite food frankly, episode. there's no get-together without one, quite frankly. Like, if yeah. I went to your house and you weren't cooking and I didn't bring something, I'd hate you, honestly. <laughs> Where's the meat, Gober? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the meat guy. Technically, I am the meat guy because I always bring the meats, but... 
Um, that's what we should do. That's but fine. but it's when you're Mexican, it's specifically. Oh, my child is turning four. Carne asada. Yeah. Oh, I got Beer a promotion forever. at my job. Carne asada. <laughs> the Cowboys are playing today. Carne asada. Like right, it's right. literally like over and over and over again. Right. Until like right now, beef is pretty expensive and nobody does carne asada. And COVID. <laughs> Well, that's I'm even before COVID. Like uh-huh. I, the price of buying several steaks was not what it was. When well, we you guys were... bought steaks. You, you, I've noticed that you buy like people in Texas actually. So like I have my brother in law, he's he's Texan. He when he cooks out, he cooks out big, but he always buys steaks. We never bought steak. We bought hamburgers, dogs, and a tri tip. That was our food. Like we never or some sort of carne. We never actually got full on steaks. But y'all motherfuckers eat steak like a mother. What yeah. do you? I mean, we would buy seven steak, which is like the cheapest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was about to say, like that's what my family would but, buy. No, but yeah. even then, right? Like everyone gets like a nice, like that big old chunk. Oh, we had fucking grilled yeah. chicken. We had everything and else. And then the next that. day you have guiso, and it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so nice. But so well, they, at well, one the, of the those only times, thing I don't like seven steak is that um, it's really thin, so it yeah. doesn't hold the marinade. Uh, I don't even know what that looks like. It's it's just gonna look it's like, like a small a cut of meat. Yeah. Oh, there's seven steak. Yeah. Oh, that is real. Th- it was real thin. Yeah, it is super really thin. thin. Yeah, but so one of those times, one of those Cowboy Super Bowls, you got drunk as a twelve-year-old. No, I didn't get drunk. It was just a little bit like take a take a sip. What and- was the first time you got drunk? That sounds like more fun. Well, just to finish that story, it was a Michelob. 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 My dad was a Michelob drinker when uh, I was little. And I always thought that was fancy because the, the label was yeah, so cool. Yeah, it says Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I didn't know about Ultra until I was like 19 that it meant ultra light. And uh, it just is a calorie thing. Deficient thing, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's why Michelob Ultra now is oh. the uh, the sports beer. Oh, uh, yeah, and we also have to go to Keychain. Uh, is that what us black folk would call a cookout? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. A cook, black folk have the cookout. Latinos, Mexicans yeah. have the carne asada. We need to get on TikTok to make that ro- that meme rolling. Yeah, like a versus or just a comparison? No, like, um, you know how it's already an established meme. Like, oh, you're invited to the cookout. People do that already. Yeah, they're invited to the carne asada. There's certain people that are. I forget who, though. Honestly, every, people people giving out passes that they shouldn't be giving out, quite frankly. You can be the Mexi-Lord. What? The Mexi-Lord, like the Vantalord that invites people to the cookout. Oh, uh, no, I, that's too much power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I qualify, quite frankly. I call myself the Mexilens, and I don't think I qualify for that type of power. Just stand up tall and put the camera up, and then right. it's like... <laughs> Gina Rodriguez, you are not invited. Actually, I didn't put the mic here for this, but it's it's instead of like ironing... Like, it would be Sam, like, making tortillas. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's representing a specific TikToker who, who makes a judgment on whether somebody should be joined, uh, invited to the cookout. And he's, he's pretend ironing for some reason he in this metaphor. He pretends to iron his dragon is what it is. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, but it's just funny if you don't know that. And right. He's just, he's just doing this motion for no reason. <laughs> you are invited to the cookout. That's, he just does that voice whatever side. So just be like, you're welcome to the carne asada. Bring the Jeeps. <laughs> First time I, I got drunk is Leo would buy alcohol. So Leo is a um, – you met Leo when we were floating the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo is the son of divorced parents, so he just kind of bounces around. Uh-huh. Like sometimes he'll stay with his aunt. And then because of that, he's more raised by his aunts than his parents. And they're just like, what do you need? Like uh, you want me to go buy you like a case here? Oh, shit. Yeah. So we always had that on lock from the time we were 14. And then we would just – 
go to Gabriel's apartment and buy and drink. It was Miller Lite at the time. Miller Lite and Smirnoff Ice makes a return, but I would just drink Miller Lite. Right. And so you just be selling weed and hamsters and drinking Miller Lights while playing D&D. Not D&D. Um, Risk. Counter-Strike is one of them, for sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. And and uh, and Risk. That sounds like a kind of a great time, not going to lie. Now, like today, <laughs> like, I would do at least three of those things in that order. So, but There's no. a more fun story where I got drunk in Mexico. That was like from the time I was 15 and on because I was, I was a football player, so I had friends that were football players. So going to Boys Town and going to Mexico was just normal. Yeah, and, and that... I don't know. Maybe you can describe one of the stories for the people out there that are not on the border. Because for you, that's every day, or at least was for a time. Yeah, because the drinking age in Mexico is just can you look over the bar? Right, right. And and, <laughs> and so, and I don't have those stories. I still can't drink over there. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's go. I want to kind of set that up. Help you set up kind of the next phase of this, which is kind of the culture of drinking. Because as you mentioned, in Mexico, everybody drinks. Everybody has access to drinking. What's the drinking age there? Is there even really one? Is eighteen? It's like. Roughly 16. Yeah, I think it's actually 16. Let me see. Legally, it's probably 18, 18. but 16, no one's going to bat an eye. Right. It it is technically 18, but there's people drinking whatever at any time in any place. So Yeah, we would literally go into the nightclubs and stuff. Right. I forgot. Well, see, now that makes more sense because it is 18 because when I was 19, I went to TJ with my brother and his friend. And uh, to get into this place we were getting into, we had to buy the, uh, we had to buy drinks. So they, I paid my money and they gave me two tecates and I'm like, I'm 19. <laughs> Why are you giving this to me? I sound like Mickey Mouse for some reason. And, and I was just like, cool. I was already drinking by then. But I was like, cool. And I was just drinking at that club or whatever, having a good time. So you were there 15 years old, 16 years old. Like 15 would probably be when Michael uh, Gian took me to the Already 5'10", 11 probably, almost as tall as you are now. I have no idea. I have no reference for my height because I've always been taller than everybody except for like um, people claim they were taller than me in elementary. I just don't remember that well. Oh, so, so you've always just been large. Yeah. Same as me. But, yeah. so, but you were tall enough, looked old enough, though they didn't, they didn't fucking care. No. Cause you, you, well, they didn't, they didn't really even fucking care if we were because we were still spending money. Right, like, yeah. It, like, I, I remember vividly friends would be there with, college, with high school lettermans. Like, it was... <laughs> they Christ. just didn't care. Right. <laughs> and then... So you would just go... Cross the border because you said there was like a bridge that you pay money. It's like yeah, five bucks. Get out. Uh, no, not five bucks. It's a dollar twenty-five. Dollar twenty-five. You explained that my- last time, and I was like, "What? There's a bridge? You could just pay dollar twenty-five, go back and forth." It's yeah. actually strange to me when there is not a bridge. Like, it's like, how do you new Mexicans get to Mexico? I have no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, because in San Diego, there's like the second fucking twelve lane traffic going in. Yeah. Nobody walks over. I guess. Technically, I did, but <laughs> I, I did. I watched, so I went in, what was it called? Um, San Ysidro, which is San Diego. San Ysidro is on the border. It is the border city. And me and my brother and his friends, we just walked across. I had my birth certificate, which is insanity. And I had my college ID and just my wits about me. I was 19. My brother is six years older than me. so Yeah, I just had my ID then. They didn't really yeah. care too much yeah. about immigration until like, Oh, shit. My brother was 25. That's fucking crazy. Sorry. <laughs> I just thought about that. I was 19. He was 25. And his friends, we go and we just see all the fucking armed guards and shit, like with their M16s or whatever, just like watching us. I'm like, oh, cool. They didn't really care. They didn't bother. No, they're to stop paramilitary. Us. Every yeah. country except the United States is paramilitary. Uh-huh. They're like the equivalent of SWAT, but they don't always have to do SWAT stuff. They can just be in the corner. Right. So they were just in the corner. I mean, that's what happens when you fight cartels. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then we just and then we had our fun. It was this a drinking story, more of a other fun festivity story that I'll tell uh, behind a paywall. And uh, and then we get back, and then the border patrol guy, 
he looks at, I give him my college ID first because I didn't even have a state ID or nothing. He looks at me. He goes, you ever leave the country, son? I was like, no, sir. He goes, you just did. And he just threw it at me. <laughs> he gave it to me. Oh, cool. And my brother had a full-on passport, and he looks like me enough. So, And then I mean my perfect English. Yeah, I'm uh, selling drugs in America. Like He's not going to believe that for shit. So, yeah, I, I got off fine, but I did illegally immigrate to Mexico very briefly. And uh, I got offered a donkey show roughly five minutes into that whole entire endeavor. I never thought that was off a fucking joke. Huh? Never got never seen that. Yeah, I got yeah, I, no. my foot so it seems to be on that side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Carlos Mencia, for those of you who remember talking about elderly uh references, he had a joke with Donkey Show, Donkey Show. He said it all the time and I thought it was fucking fake, of course. My foot leaves the fucking taxi cab from the border. Hey Donkey Show. I'm like, What? Oh God, no. It's funny for all this like dangerous things that I did, taking a taxi in Mexico seems kinda scary for me. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, as someone who's ridden many a taxi in Mexico. Yeah. It's no. an adventure on its own it was, that guy wasn't bad that guy was nice english speaker he knew we were fucking american it's fine it was that guy so it was donkey show and then me, immediately after it was a white guy in sweatpants and a tank top <sighs> hey they just they stole all my stuff they should let me out of mexican jail i just need like 20 bucks to get out and we'll get back over the border or whatever they were like nah man leave us alone and then the guy like the clerk or some guy on the street was like yeah that guy does that every hour <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's his whole shtick is just be pretending like he got out of mexican jail but um drinking um i drank that night it was fun my brother abandoned me in a mexican strip club that was fun mm-hmm. um wild night to say the least so but that's the thing culturally you're i feel like you were expected to drink like i mentioned in college being on the chicano floor they all were already drinking and i was just like i'm new at this couldn't let them know <laughs> but i was new at it and so <laughs> I had to build up my tolerance. I had to pretend I drank like I did. Well, these guys were already fucking champs at the shit, and just and then just building up their tolerance at a certain point because there was no restriction. Nobody, the the RAs were fucking, they were drinking too shit, like doing all sorts of heinous shit. So I went to that party school, drank a lot. My tolerance went real high, and I that that's why I'm not like a day drinker. I don't drink like every day like my dad mm-hmm. used to, like my uncles used to. I binge drink. If I'm going to drink, other than like this right now, I'm probably going to have just this one. But when I go out, I'll have four, five, six, seven, depending on how fun the night is. And that's how I drink. Mm-hmm. If there's like a carne asada. I actually don't even do it as much there anymore because I used to see what my uncles used to do. They would just sit, park, and I'd go fetch them the beer. they have a right? TV? Not TV or a fire pit. One or the other. Oh, man, I kind of miss those fire pit. Like you, no one kind of tells you that you'll miss like those uncle times. But oh, it's like we oh don't, yeah, yeah. I, well, that was the thing. The two two of the core have passed away uh, oh. from that. So the the, the circle is ours as us we're the uncles so you're now. Not, there's two seats open you should you should step up oh no i was already in the circle oh, they, okay. they let oh kid, damn yeah no they <laughs> as long as you shut the fuck up yeah wait if you ever want to see me shut the fuck up put me in one of those pits because if you say if you misspeak once around your mexican uncles fucking dead like i made a one-off joke by accident in front of my uncles and i'm still apparently only drinking apple teenies like that, <laughs> i made an apple teeny reference and they're like oh there's sammy the apple teeny drinker Every time I walk in, I'm 30. I made that joke when I was like 20, and it still stuck with me. So, what are, I, what are they drinking? Are they still drinking Budweiser? Uh, they actually a lot of them stopped drinking because they're grandfathers now. <laughs> so they like so that was the thing. So, uh, Man, my grandma dr- drank until she died. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's what I want to bring up because like, are we going dark now? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, it, it is dark. It is. It's life, right? Yeah. Because my dad, he didn't. I wouldn't say he had a drinking problem. 
then again, he started tapering off when I was a kid. When he was doing two-a-day jobs and stuff like that with my siblings, he was probably drinking a lot more. But I don't know that guy of him. He wasn't particularly violent or anything like that, or maybe a little belligerent, but not violent particularly. And so he was a drinker. Like I said, he had a six-pack or three at least every night, just those full Budweiser's, and that was it. we go to those parties with my uncles, his brothers mostly, and they would all just fucking pound him. And he was he's the oldest. He would stop. But then the other ones would just keep fucking drinking, his brothers and mm-hmm. his um, brother-in-law and shit, my deals. And it got to the point, he told me he was like 45 or some shit around that. I must have been like middle school, high schoolish, and he had stopped drinking like that. And I was like, hey, Dad, I noticed you don't drink your six pack a day anymore. And he's like, yeah, I want to be around for my grandkids. And he had had no grandkids at this time, but he made the active decision like, I got to stop fucking drinking or else I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And, and unfortunately, that's why it gets dark is because that's how my grandfather died. He kidney failure. He drank. He partied. He was a fucking, he lived hard working the field, sheep shear. So he already saw. That take out a guy. Mm-hmm. I never met him. He never met any of his other extended family uh, and like the babies and stuff that we have now because he, he probably would still be alive if he lived a little normal. With all my grandmother died maybe four years ago now. So I know, I know the alcohol doesn't help, and this is a different episode. Yeah, but when it comes to that grandfather generation, it's not as much the booze as much as like everything in their life was shit. Oh yeah, he went to war. <laughs> He was picking all sorts. He was picking fruits. Like and when your diet sheep. is just beans and two t- flour tortillas, and then like lard, lard, <laughs> and then um, never saw a chiropractor, never saw a doctor until you're sixty. Like yeah, right. you're not going to live right. He very, made it to, I think the sixty three, sixty four. Yeah, you're you're not gonna not gonna have a happy seventies. I'll put yeah, it that but, way. But his, but his kidneys not working didn't help necessarily. No, no, no I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not lying. That it's it, the ad. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, yes yeah, and, yeah. right? <laughs> and so he made that decision, and then my uncles went a little bit further. Then they started having grandkids, and they were like, "Yeah, I kind of want to be alive." <laughs> and so, but the problem was, was the other side of my family, my mom's family. My mom's mostly sisters, they're mostly girls, and so their husbands, they were loosely friends of my dad. Like one of them was directly a friend of my dad from his high school time. He was an alcoholic proper. Uh, my other uh, uncle who uh, drank a lot, he was in the military. He was uh, Vietnam and Desert Storm, and he drank a Damn, lot. Damn, that's a long time to be in the, the 70s I, for I think Vietnam. He had a gap. I think he had a gap. I was like, yeah, I think he to be did in the Vietnam 70s and then, for Vietnam and then be in the 90s. It's like, bro, you could have retired three yeah. years ago. No, I think he like he went to Vietnam, got drafted, if I'm not mistaken. Like my other uncle, the same uncle I was talking about, they both got drafted. Oh, well, that would make sense if he got drafted. It's like, you didn't sign up for this. Yeah. So when your term was up. Yeah. And then so, but he, I guess he liked it, went back for Desert Storm, whatever. And so he, he, um, drank two, I'm trying to think of that whole side. But then my uncle, uh, my mom's younger brother, once again, hard drinker, grandpa, classic drinker, drink every time, right? Um, grandfather, he got cancer of liver, I think, but he was already like 80. So he, it, that was life. And then that's what killed him. Um, my other uncle Bob died in his sleep, beer in his hand, and they couldn't get a hold of it. Just, when went to sleep in his chair, done. Just because he couldn't stop drinking. Other one got cancers elsewhere. Uh, old age slash. I don't want to make light of this. But, That's fine. But dying with the beer in your hand sounds kind of cool. I mean, I don't know. If was, <laughs> I don't get a beer in his hand. But the, honestly, the thing was that his life was going pretty rough at the time. Anyway, um, everyone was kind of happy that it went like that. Like it was. It was less like a like because he had lived a hard life. He got drafted, got his teeth blown out in training. 
because somebody threw a grenade wrong. <laughs> like he, yeah, he, had, yeah, he, he got fucked up. And then you know, so then he was like a physical laborer. He's like doing those water jugs. Like that was his job. So he lived hard too, same kind of way. Yeah, and. The friend of the drink, but the drink got him. But he, the, he was already splitting from my thea. I'm putting all the fucking cheese out there. But he was already splitting from my thea. He couldn't get a whole handle of his, his liquor. It wasn't doing too well. And yeah, he just they found him passed out. No, no, not passed out. Gone in his chair. And they were like, if anything, that's kind of what you want for. That's what we wanted for him. Like not not for him to die, not for him to suffer, but not for him to suffer. He didn't. We don't want him to suffer. And going out in your chair. Is very. I was about to say, like going out in your. And my my grandma died in in her, my grandpa's chair. Like uh-huh. it was just kind of like it's comfort. Yeah, right? it's like yeah, it's like you move. It's it's you don't know. He didn't know that he was gonna just go that like yeah. that. And it's a little sad, but at the same time, he was peaceful. He he's just he was at rest and he's good. I think past like seventy five, it's just like it it was okay. Right, like, that's kind of what. Mo- like talking about drinking? No, 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 no. Oh, Pass- oh passing, uh, yeah, passing. Like for most of my family, like if a relative dies before seventy five, it's like, oh, he was so young. Like, yeah, and it could be sixty two, but they'll be like, oh, he was so young. But if it was like seventy eight, they're like, oh, like he had time. a good run. Yeah, my dad's I- like, my dad's <laughs> like, if I make it past eighty, that's fucking that's that's bonus time <laughs> essentially. Yeah. So, and he's sixty, gonna be sixty nine. Nice. So, um, but yeah, so. My dad's off the drink because it killed his dad. It's already killed a couple of my uncles, or at least assisted, right? And I kind of always saw it as that. So I was like, I and I never really got a taste for liquor like you do. Like you enjoy the taste yeah. of alcohol. I particularly don't. Uh, there's a couple things I like, of course, and I like the way I feel um, when I drink sometimes. But other than that, the the risk reward at this age for me at thirty, I can't do it anymore. And the fact that I'm already unhealthy in other ways, I'm like, I don't need any more vices, dog. So I've actually weaned off of alcohol a lot compared to what I used to do, obviously. Uh, a lot of people do, but maybe sooner than some of my peers because I got some friends back from college that are like getting married and shit and they're still fucking Edward 40 handsing at 32. And I'm like, good God, that's guys. That's not fun. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that, that's like whimsical alcoholism. Like, it's yeah. fun. It's fun <laughs> for photos, but... It's like, not fun for photos at 30. Uh, they no, think so. They not. think so. I'm saying they think so. They're the ones so, supposed to get right. When I was 21, the, the girl that uh, – no, when I was 23, the girl that I was dating, um, her parents were uh, millionaires. But one of, more importantly, her cousin, his um, name was David, mm-hmm. he – probably 35 and he loved – he took a shining to me. Like he thought it was yeah. pretty cool. And um, – <laughs> He one time he got drunk and he's like, my favorite beer used to be Newcastle, then it was Long Island iced teas, now it's martinis, now it's whiskey sours, and then he was like, huh? The more that I made, the more money I made, the more that I moved up in life, the more expensive like all that stuff got. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and that's that seems like the way to kind of go as opposed to like buying Mickey's at thirty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I don't show up to your party. Hey, bro, I brought the mad dog. <laughs> like, oh, my God. They don't sell that one. Oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, they they do. Do. no Sorry, not... I was thinking Red Dog, which is another story. For oh, another Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> no, Mad Dog 2020, baby. Yeah. If, I, if I came to your house with Mad Dog 2020, how hard would you punch me in the chest? What color was it? Red. That's fine. Okay. We would make some punch out of it. But, <laughs> but no, that like there, there is an, an echelon there, but 
uh, my uncles, like they might have, sw- they did switch to the lighter beers eventually, right? And they still drink, but they don't drink like they used to, right? And and if they do, they'll do it one night a year, maybe three ten- three nights a year, where was, it's like a wedding was, or a. I was birthday. about to say, like we might, my uncles and me might drink at Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. That'll be about it. Like hard or just regular? Like hard, yeah. Like most days that I run into them, it'll be like, like I ran into my cousin Danny like a month ago, and we just had two beers at Hobdotty. That's yeah, not bad. Yeah, see, and like even my cousin who was like the party drinker, he also went to UC Santa Barbara a couple years before me. He used to drink a lot, like further, like further sport. And now he's got a kid. He's like, I don't. He's out the game, right? But. I don't like, like I don't like to drink in front of my kid, so there's that. Yeah. Oh, you see, that was the thing. But that that was that was us growing up, right? Yeah. People were drinking all the time. We're opening beers for people. We're oh, we know what type of modelo and what type of um uh yeah uh, Corona and shit that they wanted, right? And so like with that embedded in the culture and with it being okay for so long, do you think it's shifting with us finally that we like we're not drinking as much or we're more cognitive of it or, or are they still people like our friends or certain friends that we have that are still that traditional kind of fun, whimsical alcoholic. I have both sides uh-huh. going on. Like I, I have friends that have moved up. I feel like I'm I'm in between, which is I always feel like I'm in between worlds, uh-huh. which is why I want to do this podcast. But it's in between the higher echelon, like what David was talking about, where uh-huh. it's like you move up, eventually you get into mixed drinks, and when you get into mixed drinks, like, you drink a Manhattan, like, that's a really strong, like, yeah. chest-burning drink. Expensive, you don't, yeah. And it's also expensive. It's, yeah. like, $18 or 15 depending on where you get it. Right. And if you buy all the stuff for it, you're buying, like, 20 things. Like, yeah. Like, it's not easy. It's right. bourbon, sweet vermouth, and a cherry. Yeah. And it's those special black cherries that are delicious, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All that, yeah. They're not maraschinos in this bitch. They're the real does good it ones. Bitter- it does have bitters, also bitters. <laughs> and I, all that aside, it's right. like I have a cousin that'll show up, and he just shows up with two cases of Bud Light or something right. like that. Like I still and have how old those. Is he? Um, thirty-eight. I'm the youngest for right. one. Right, but, but that, like he's like thirty-eight. Like yeah. I can't. I can. I did it once at your one of your barbecues where I bought a whole thing of Dos Equis, like a 24-pack. And it sat there for a long time because none of us drank it. You were drinking your fancy beers. I was drinking – I had like maybe two. You yeah. had some fancy beers. And so like I was like, oh, we don't even have to do this anymore. Like Marcos already has a fridge full of beer and he's drinking a liquor and he's drinking fancier things than fucking Dos, right? Yeah. And then I had it in my house and I didn't even drink it in my house. I had You guys were you know taking it and uh, just kind of as show booze, right? So – but like JJ, how are you on booze now? Like, or how is your family with it? Right. Uh, my dad stopped drinking a while ago. Uh, no reason in particular. Whenever anyone asks him, he just says it just wasn't fun anymore. Right. And he stopped. Right. <laughs> but like, I'm grown. I might not be having grandkids anytime <laughs> soon. But <laughs> he ain't got to worry about that because he's already a grandpa. Right. So there you go. <laughs> um. The one that's probably a little more surprising to me because uh, since we stopped going to Fort Worth so often, mm-hmm. where most of my extended family from my dad's side is, uh, I have an uncle, Maori. He is a hard drinker. Uh-huh. Like he, I can't remember a time when he came over to visit and he didn't have like a beer in his hand Shit. or wasn't drinking. Right, like, right, yeah. And he wouldn't get like trashed. But he would drink pretty much all day, every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, his son, one of his sons, uh, my cousin Robert, he 
was friends with Hennessy Mike, hence the story of <laughs> Hennessy Mike. The origin tales the, of Hennessy Mike. The origin <laughs> of Hennessy Mike. Uh, no, he he would go hard at like every party, every quinceanera, every every family gathering that we would have. He mm. would always go hard. Right. I remember there was one time when uh, we went to Castroville when one of my other uncles got that ranch. Uh-huh. There's no liquor stores in castroville like there's nothing nearby right right and he had to one horse town yeah oh no (laughs) he he went over to the man with the horse and asked him if he could borrow it to go to the gas station to get some beer (laughs) and he went over to the gas station to get some beer and it's a tiny gas station they didn't have like the big ass 24 case of like bud light (laughs) which was his go-to yeah yeah he's like they only had the 18 I could down like one of those by myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> Tonight, like, give me an hour. How much time? Right. You got? There, there but is. He stopped drinking. Oh like, shit! Recently, he stopped drinking, and I don't know if it's because of his kids or. Well, that's because that's the thing. Like, at least my grandfather, I never met him. He never. I don't think he barely stopped until he got sick or cancer, whatever he got. Right, that made him sick. Um, my grandpa did eventually. He's fucking eighty. You got to start drinking at some point, right? Um, but like. I don't know, man. There was a certain point where they were well into their 50s drinking hard, like young men. Yeah. And like at these parties. I have those uncles. Right. And it's, but it's like, even now, I can't go that hard that often. And so, like, it kind of, I think, kind of goes with like mental there, health stuff too. Where like, there, they, there is therapy, a, just the, drink it. <laughs> well, there is a weird thing to be said. Like, yes, there, it's not healthy to drink a six pack every day. Uh-huh. I don't think any of us. I don't really know anybody that does that. I either. would even, fight. Even, I would, if any of my friends drink six a six pack a day, I'd fight them. It, not a day. Not <laughs> yeah. A day. <laughs> yeah, you you guys drink often, like, but not a day. No. no. Like I felt bad enough drinking. I'll take a six pack and maybe I'll finish it there. Yeah, but that's it. Right. No, but you don't I, do that tomorrow. Tonight. I'm not yeah. drinking another six pack. Right. Right. Yeah, I felt. Pretty not great this weekend, just drinking two days in a row. Right. Um, but that being said, when it goes back to this, there is something to be said that once some figureheads in your family die, the people that organize all the events, and it becomes more and more rare to have things like a get-together for Thanksgiving, to have a get-together for, like, I don't know, somebody gets married, somebody right. dies. Like, it's right. it becomes more and more rare. Like When my grandma died, it was almost a celebration because it's like... Hey man, we all the branches of the family have not gotten together right. in like yeah. nine years. Yeah, and you know, and that's the way it goes at this point. Now, um, it's at the point where if the people that are going to die are going to die in the next ten years, and then we're the ones that are going to die in the next twenty, right? Like that's just the way it is. The next twenty, you only expect to live to fifty. Oh, I'm not going to math. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said next ten, so that's like what, 40, 60. Yeah, give me a drink. Your drink. <laughs> <laughs> No, not my not my bubble libation. Um, but um, sorry, I haven't had real glasses, and that little clinkle is very nice. But I broke um, mine. huh? I broke mine. Oh no! no, no shut up, JJ. <laughs> he meant his spectacles. Uh, but spectacles. But um, yeah, yeah. So we all like we all kind of stopped. Like life just was like, okay, you guys are done drinking now. And like, I don't think it's not a party if it happens every night, right? But for the, that generation, it was happening every night. That was the that's the confusing thing is like when you have a when, uh-huh. you, when you have a ailment, which like my uncle did. He had an ailment. He couldn't stop drinking. It's just what he did, you know. And nothing could stop him from drinking. Like 
that's a scary point to be at because because yeah. there was no help for him. Like they, they they tried, but like if like he was out at a party, someone would make a comment, make a joke about it, or give him one, right? And so he, anytime he tried to get off the stuff, not real much support. Um, you know, he tried the O'Doul's thing, but that's gross, and nobody uh, likes that's O'Doul's. That's what uh, my cousin's doing now. Right, the O'Doul's, <laughs> the O'Doul's. Yeah, and uh, apparently people are starting to do the uh, Death Water too because uh, it's in a can. And it's funny. It looks like it's a beer, so it just looks like you're not left it out. Tastes great. Yeah, it's, it's sparkling water, but or whatever. But um, I just I just find it weird that like I I, I let me generalize us our generation I guess the millennial generation got tired of our fucking dads getting drunk as shit and not wanting to be that example. I have a friend in particular who never drank in college. Once again, party school. We were in the not frat that I was a part of. Every when we had big parties, we always drank. This guy to this day does not drink, and so not to put his business out there because it's Vegas Mormon? shit, huh? No, no. I'll, I'll tell the, I'll tell the story anonymously because uh, we had um, like uh, events, like a campout with all sixty of us. Right, it was a big group event, whatever. And it's we a had, lot of campsites. No, it's just one. We just took one spot, and we had the whole thing. <laughs> uh, we almost died in uh, in the lake. We almost sank our boat. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so we had a platica, which is where we tell all our business and stories in private and it was safe. And, uh, it's been like 10 years since that moment. And it's also an anonymous guy. And, um, yeah, so his dad would drink a lot to the point one time where the cops got called and it was a big old scene and it was not a good, it was not a good thing. And he was like, yeah, I'm never drinking. And he just never <laughs> did. And cause he was just like, I can't have that happen ever again. That feeling I had never having having that happen again. And I know a lot of guys that have had stories like that, maybe not the police, but violent situations or their dad beat the hell out of them or something. And it's like, I can't think of any of my friends because my friends are dope that beat their kids. I can't even think of my friends like acquaintances that never left Fresno that beat their kids. Right. Like that cycle I think is starting to break a I little bit. I feel if they beat their kids, you might not know about it unless they're in jail. <sighs> because I have friends that are in jail, and I don't know why they're in jail. Like, if it, it might be that. Right. Like, but Well, not friends. They're acquaintances. Acquaintances, right. Yeah. No, people that you knew from high school, right? But, yeah. like, there was one girl, fucking, she was addicted to meth years and years ago. Great mother now. Like, she got off the shit, and now she's fucking fantastic. Like, she's doing all the things. Kids are good kids. They're doing well in school. I see all the updates and shit. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. And then you got the other ones that, like, their kids are going to good schools and stuff. And, like, they drink and they party the same way. Uh, you know, they still still young people. They still have their sororities and their fraternity friends and our, our friends, whatever. Um, but... I think that like big chunk of my friends, that balance has shifted to where they just don't drink anymore. And I think it has a, to do with that because um, coming from a – hearing from a female perspective, Mexican dads are shitty. <laughs> like generally speaking from the female perspective, at least from what I've heard, a lot of the girls, Mexican girls and Latina girls I've met, their dads didn't treat them as well as the men. And then when they got drunk, it was even worse. So like I think a lot of that shit from our forefathers – knocked us off of this i think i i don't think it's that as much as just people got kind of bored with it in a way like when it comes to mexico uh, this kind of drinking culture and then like to make a unfair comparison when it comes to you go back far enough to the 70s mm-hmm. that's like a good starting yeah. point cigarette smoking was so common you could do it on a plane right and m- I still remember as a kid, my dad taking me to restaurants where smoking was okay indoors. They didn't have smoking sections? No. Oh, shit. That's also Texas. <laughs> I, I, I can vaguely remember smoking sections. I think it's a missing Doubtfire, right? Smoking and non-smoking. And they go to the restaurant to the non-smoking section. 
The bay. I remember the buffet having a smoking section, but yeah. There's there's points in my childhood where I remember there was no smoking section. It wasn't divided. It right. Was just and it's, it's just that <laughs> the D.A.R.E. program works. After enough time, <laughs> after enough people hearing it, it's it, it does get to a point where it's um, – People just stop doing it. Like, is it because it, it's not cool anymore, or do we know because we know of the effects and what it does now? I think, I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. Like, now we know more of the effects, like even beyond the dare, like extreme propaganda. <laughs> if you drink so, once, <laughs> you yeah. get into a car accident and die, JJ. Yeah, you yeah. individually, JJ. Even even beyond that, we know that like you yourself start finding your own limits, right? Like. I found out like many times the hard way. Okay, this is bad. <laughs> this is no good. <laughs> this is literally poison I'm ingesting, and it makes me do stupid, dumb things. Uh, yeah, and then I feel like shit in the morning. Probably best if I do it in moderation. Damn it, the dare bitches were right. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I remember my first hangover. And I was like, oh, I don't feel good. Oh, and I go to like, the breakfast, the dining comms, the cafeteria in college, and they're like, Sam, you all right? I'm like, no, nah, I'm just – woke up with a headache. I think I'm fine. Like, Dude, you're hungover. I'm like, what? No, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's a hangover? Um, but no, uh, I blacked out once, exactly once in my life, and it wasn't even a total blackout. I remembered bits, bits and pieces of that I, night. I don't think anyone ever totally blacked out. Well, there's the brownout where you remember, and then there's the blackout. Yeah. Like, there's a black, blackout is you forget that moment and then until you wake up. I, there was still like – Visage just was like consciousness and I'm gone. Consciousness and I'm gone. And um, I did that once. And then I heard all the stories of how much of a jackass I was and uh, some other stuff that I was just like, uh, yeah, I'm never doing that fucking again because I had no control of myself. It was awful. I like when it was a club party and I went into the kitchen like four times thinking it was the bathroom <laughs> at the swingy doors and i saw a white light and i was like i had thrown up already I would not think that's a bathroom i had thrown up already on like in a trash can but on my hand i was like i need to wash my hands <laughs> like it's just the hella hard to slam the gorilla slam like hey hey this is not you can't be in here i'm like i just i just gotta wash my hands and i was like polite i wasn't doing but i did like four times <laughs> full donkey kong club my hands into the kitchen and then i got kicked out that first time uh yeah it was not it was not a fun night but um yeah and and i i guess like kind of as a side ancillary thing to that we're talking about like tobacco smoking and stuff like that like do you think that there's going to be like oh it's surgeons people think you're drinking like white claw you know like white claws like easy drinking now like we had liquor and then we had four locos and they're like okay that's too dangerous you can't have four locos anymore and you can then still buy four locos but not with the caffeine no the real four loco that was a dangerous Don't couple they months still sell them in canada they probably still sell them in other places. The same way that J, uh, TJ got uh, one fifty one. One fifty one. But like yeah. Truly's though is like candy. It's like super easy to drink and it gets you pretty drunk. Don't you think that those things are going to probably take off even further? Do no. you think? I think that they're still they come in waves. Yeah, right. there was Zima for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was what people were yelling, making fun of people like 
that were drinking Smirnoff Ice the first time I got drunk at a at a punk rock party at fourteen. <laughs> well, I guess like I guess the question is take away Zima away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess the question is like Smirnoff is coming back with me. I didn't realize they have a tamarindo flavor. I huh? saw it at HEB and I was like, I, you should have brought it for this episode. Juan stopped me from making a terrible decision, <laughs> bro. They're going Gatorade with their flavors. <laughs> yeah, man, Gatorade. I might oh, go. No. I might go next week. <laughs> no, but but that's what I'm saying. Like. We always talk about it like, oh, yeah, we're better now, but then people find a way to keep drinking and smoking and doing all that shit, right? Well, for one, let's be real. Like, drinking a Trulies is – well, drinking a Bud Light is not the end of the world. Drinking right. a Trulies is also kind of healthier than that. I think calorie-wise. Calorie-wise, yeah. Calorie yeah. Wise. Uh, it's, it's – to everything, there's a limitation. It's just we have moved away, like, as uh, – a long way from bringing this back to Mexicano – Drinking mezcal on the side of the street from those little clay cups, <laughs> right? Um, being like the drunk mice and uh, speeding Gonzalez com- <laughs> commercial, uh, right. or if you're American drinking moonshine, like it's right. we've come a long way from that to where, I mean, you can still I I shoot whiskey straight. It's just a matter of knowing where your limits are and understanding like. I mean, there's just too much at risk if you do do things irresponsibly. Now yeah. we're starting to sound like Dare. <laughs> there's well, too many risks. It's also that the laws caught up, right? Because uh, like yeah. George W. was how trashed in the <laughs> oh jeez, yeah, and, all the and, time. <laughs> yeah, and he's still got elected president, and right, no repercussions. Yeah, but, but he found Jesus. You can still do that today. Yeah, just find Jesus, JJ. You are you find yourself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he found Jesus after he was president. Bro. <laughs> He was also doing cocaine, lots and yeah. lots of cocaine. But <laughs> that was also before he found Jesus. Yeah, but but still, I, I just wonder because the, I guess the question then the ultimate is: uh, Do we break it? Do we break this? Do we break the stigma of the alcoholic Mexican? Do, are, are we doing yard work and then drinking Coronas to hydrate versus Gatorades <laughs> and water? Just fucking drinking water. I feel like by the breaking- problem with water is fish fucking it. Fish, that is true. <laughs> fish do fucking water. I I feel by breaking the stigma like it's. Life is still meant to be lived. Like, if you want to be extremely um, safe about everything, you would stop eating red meat, for sure. Red meat is not healthy for you. Right. Uh, compared to, like, chicken or fish. Yeah. Like, so if you want to live a completely sterile life, you would stop eating red meat. Uh, you would stop drinking all forms of alcohol. Like, every there's a long list of things that you shouldn't do, but life is still meant to be lived. So everything in moderation is fine, and then that is my goal. Right. Like, I'm never going to be a person where I drink a six-pack every day. I don't even like to drink two days in a row, like, right, right. now. Yeah. It's just, like, it's just about when there's something to be enjoyed, there's something to be enjoyed. Or having one beer with food every once in a while. Right. But, like, I have no idea how I'm going to keep up with you saying that October is your party month. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> well, like I, I don't. That could be not even party stuff. I might be lame and just be like, "Let's go bowling, cousin." Like I don't like. Who I will cares? drink at the bowling alley. Right, I drink at the bowling alley. I probably drink more bowling alleys like than I drink anywhere big else. Ass, like tower with the bowling ball at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I'll float that bitch. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> no, dude, no. So the places I drink the most: bowling alleys, karaoke bars. Those are the two places Dunne, I just. Dunne, Dunne, <laughs> <no. laughs> Do you actually have fun at karaoke bars? Because I don't, dude. Well, I know that's why we never go because you don't want to go. No, I mean you I'll don't. Go you don't, to, you won't one sing. Where, there's one right well, here. Well, there's yeah. the reason why. That's not the the reason why I don't go. Is like let's say I found a re, like at Chris's party, I had songs to sing. 
I don't know how people actually like you that is you don't frequent it when you frequent it because I used to frequent karaoke bars. It's like oh, it's the same eight people. They just uh, they just submit their lineup over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, I don't do that shit. God bless. I'm no, not that but, guy. but that's what I mean. When you're uh, a tourist, like uh-huh. we would be in that area, it's like, oh, cool. Thanks for your re- your suggestion. We'll call you in two and a half hours. Like I, that's right, why right, I don't yeah. have fun doing. My karaoke. experience of karaoke bars has been mostly in the booth, like in the private booth where it's oh, like where you make your party. own. Yeah, yeah, you make your own so. fun, and you're doing that. Nah, man, I'm a sucker for a stage, dude. There's a place in New Orleans that like has a stage, and it's a long ass wait like that. But when you get up there and the people are drunk enough, you pick a good enough song. Like, there's they the- won't cut you off in New Orleans, though. That's yeah. the difference. That like. Here in Texas, it's like, oh, it's 12.30. I'm sorry. We don't have time for your song here today. Yeah. And New Orleans is like, it's four in the morning, boy. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still got 12 other songs to get through. <laughs> no, no. but Half then, of them are free bird. <laughs> Come on. No, that's the, that's the fucking rule about it, though. If you're going to do karaoke, you have to feel the vibe of the bar, bar, and then you can't do what the fuck you want. You have to do what the vibe. You must have a list of things in the vibe of the bar that you have to do because if everyone's having a good time and someone just finishes singing like crazy little thing called love, it's like yeah, fucking queen. And then you're like, I did it, my. It's like shut up, Frank Sinatra, you fuck. Get out of here. You're never gonna be on American Idol. You suck. Right? <laughs> that's that's who I hate when it comes to karaoke bars. I'm the guy. I'll dance and sing. I don't give a fuck. But it's gonna be a song that everybody likes. So. Yeah, but to answer your question, yes, I will get plastered at a karaoke bar and sing in front of the public at the drop <laughs> of a hat. And bowling is just fun because you go bowl, drink, <laughs> wait a bunch. We'll probably go bowling this week then. Drink a little bit yeah, more. Especially if we can't go out. Oh, because it's rainy? Yeah. Raining? But yeah. Um, I don't it know. It is Oktoberfest this week. Oh, my God. All the breweries are doing Oktoberfest shit. What? Uh I I'm better down. keep drinking. Yeah, I, got, I bought all this tequila. I better <laughs> might as well drink it through the week and get my tolerance back up, baby. Celis is giving away pretzels. Fuck oh, yeah. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm more excited for pretzels than for Oktoberfest. Yeah, Celis doesn't have a great Oktoberfest beer. But oh, their no. pretzels are great. Yeah, we'll do some pretzels. I want to get those but big their, ones in Germany. The wit is good. This is true. Which is, you know, a German beer already, so fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, man. Well, do you have any final thoughts on this topic? I mean, most of it, it was just, we drink. Yeah. Our uncles drink. We don't drink no more. <laughs> I was about to say, this uh, actually. He drank. Like, he fought. He made his ancestors proud. Usually yeah. I set a trail for this episode, so it's a little huh? bit more. Uh, usually I set a trail for this well, what episode. What was the trail? Do you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Like, No, well, usually to talk about the culture a little bit more. Like, I'll go into, like, Mexican-type drinks. Like, I just didn't have this one mapped out because I thought you grabbed the reins on it. And it's like, this ended up just being uh, actually more, like, American drinking. And then the second half is like, oh, man, this is depressing. And we need to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. (laughs) See, well, that's how... Maybe that's my perspective of Mexicans drinking, is that it is a sad thing. Like, at least in my life, it actually... That makes a lot of sense now, actually. (laughs) It's like, it is a sad thing. In mine, it hasn't been... That bad. Like I have that one uncle Maudi, but like I said, he was never like fully trashed. Like every time I saw him, the right. worst story I have is Hennessy Mike, right. <laughs> and that's whimsical and, maybe and some, fun. <laughs> yeah, and maybe some of like Paco's drinking stories where, <laughs> where when he Tell worked us. At, when he worked at a bar. Right? No, it was when he worked at Hertz. One of the kids that he worked with, he was a kid. He was way younger than Paco, right? Uh, he had just turned 21, and Paco was like, oh, you won't go to 6th Street, do you? Oh, no. 
Allow me to be your Sherpa. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and apparently this guy had, like, never really drank before. Oh, shit. And, oh, no. Yeah. And, and Paco works at every bar in Austin. So he knows every bartender <laughs> well, in Austin. This was before. This oh, was shit. when he first moved. This was okay. when he was still working at Hertz. But he still knew his way around, and he is a professional drinker. Right. <laughs> yeah, he is A class. No, 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 he's he's good. Like He's no slouch. He yeah. may not make it to the pros. But he's he's good. <laughs> He'll make the he's triple minor A. League. Triple yeah. A. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, I think God was his name Billy. I forget this dude's name. But yeah, Paco just ends the story. Yeah, Billy we went Brooks. to we went to Sixth Street, and uh, and I carried him home in my truck. <laughs> then I drove him back to his house. He had told his parents that he was going to go out drinking, mm-hmm. and so his parents like waited up for him. And Paco was not aware of this, so he was like trying to. He was like Paco was like in high school mode. All right, come on, Billy. We like we gotta sneak you into your house, <laughs> right? So right. That your parents don't find out and like get me in trouble, right? And Billy just like pff, like face plants oh, on his lawn, no pukes, <laughs> and then the porch lights come on, <laughs> and it's Paco's and Paco's like lifting him up <laughs> out of the puke, <laughs> and, and, and that's when the mom opens the door and she's like, Billy. Hi. And drops Billy. <laughs> I'm Paco. <laughs> That's Billy. He's fine. <laughs> See, I have all these kind of whimsical, like, yeah, yeah. stories. Like, he also, Paco also knows a man that puked an entire biscuit. Like, like whole, an entire whole biscuit? Yeah, like, they saw him eat it, they saw him chew it, but somehow when he puked it, it was whole. Well, biscuits are the a mystery flaky. of life. <laughs> biscuits can be reformed with the right circumstances <laughs> and yeast build of alcohol. So, I believe that entirely. But yeah, like, I never saw any of my parents, like, full-on drunk. My dad... I, I think in the history of all our drunk parties, we n- I never saw a fight, really. Oh, yeah, and we never fought. That was... that We were not... They were not fighters, really. It was all... They were siblings, so it's like, whatever, we'll just walk away. But, like, there was... See, what was, like, one that, like, comes to mind where... um Yeah, there's just times where, like, my dad would drink too much, and it's like... I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm just going to stay here at my brother's house or whatever. And that was it. That sounds fine. That, that's fine. Yeah. But like he would get like a few times I've seen him. Like I said, less so my era, but he used to get pretty drunk during those big events. Right. But other than that, he was fine for the most part. Yeah. The yeah. closest I remember seeing like my dad drunk air quotes is when I was a kid, I didn't understand what the hell was going on. But I remember that, like, at the end of, like, some parties, my mom would drive home for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's kind of weird because mom usually doesn't drive. Right. But whatever. And then it wasn't until, like, years later when I was watching King of the Hill and Hank was like, all right, uh, I guess I won't have my beer if you're going to drink. And then I was like, oh, Dad had like three beers and he was like, I don't want to drive. Right. (laughs) No, shoot. But my dad was a truck driver. He's like, if I get pulled over and they bless me i'm out of a job forever yeah Yeah. and so um no my mom used to drink brandy and cokes and then she would just leave them around the house yeah probably no uh she would do e and j um yeah no she did that e and j but anyway she would leave them around and like we would also have cokes and so be like ooh. I'm just gonna drink my coke. Ah, oh, it's brandy. <laughs> so, we to, so we were drinking a lot of alcohol by accident a lot of times in my house, just because we'd lose track of our drinks. But that's the only other alcohol-related thing. But I know you had the history of alcohol in Mexico 
all situated. I'm sorry. No, I, I gave you the in. reins on this one. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to go back. I'll just have everything more organized next time. Well, this is not a bad. No, no, it wasn't a bad episode. Means. I, but that, I, but that, I guess that says a lot to how I see alcohol. Honestly, yeah. If, if I was the one to take the reins on this one, you were like the history and how we grinded bones to make bread and That's how we made corn happens. into alcohol and. Delicious you grind syrup. agave to make tequila. Right. Well, you do that. And then there was other ones too, like the the hot chocolate that had alcohol in it and shit. Yeah, yeah all that stuff. Tepache. Yeah, tepache. All that delicious, delicious. Apparently, it's not that great now, but but it was. I like tepache. Gets drunk, but <laughs> but the idea was like, yeah. In in my narrative of drinking, at least in the, the older guys, that takes you out, man. And I guess that that never really pieced it all together. That it may not have been the cause, but it surely did not help. To be fair, my uncle Maudi, the one that was the heavy drinker, yeah. uh, he was almost taken out by a piece of fajita. So, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like he just choked on a piece of fajita. Yeah, Apparently, man. it went down the wrong pipe, and if it stays there long enough, you get a bacterial infection, oh, shit. and that shit will take you. Out. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, it's got like a ninety-seven percent survival rate. Like it's not that big a deal when you get it, but you need a catch it yeah <laughs> you need to not have four objects in your throat <laughs> but yeah i i don't know i just i think it's funny now that you brought it up that yeah there are some of my college friends that are maybe a year or two younger than me at oh, most and, and they still fucking drink like party animals going back to how you said you can't fuck up in front of like your deals and shit oh you really can't yeah so when maudi like almost got taken out by a piece of fajita uh-huh. <laughs> They bought him a Nutribullet. So, <laughs> so that'll never happen again. So you can just like grind it up right there. Up Shut up. <laughs> Dude, yeah, see, that's the thing. Mexican <laughs> Drunk Mexican uncles are fucking mean as shit. That's why. Because like they're just – because my, my, my family was from the hood. They were from the hood. Like they were rubbing the projects. And so you had to be witty to survive. And so if you misspeak and they're on a fucking roll, you, you just – you just, I'm sorry for you. I just feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for me because it happens to me. It happened to me. I don't say anything anymore. I don't say <laughs> anything in those circles anymore. My poor brother-in-law, white guy, the first guy my sister brought to the house. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of him. We'll take care of him. We see him two hours later. He is Hennessy Mike. <laughs> he's not even Hennessy Mike. He's that's, pissed drunk, dude. That's just my like, job now. He is hunched over. They gave him like, like I said, two hours. I think they gave him like eight beers. And he was just like, here, drink. They don't even drink that fast, but they're like, here, drink. And he's trying to impress white guy in a Mexican family. Fucking poor Todd. <laughs> poor Todd. But he's yeah, but, still around. But now it's gotten to a point where I drink my uncles under the table. Because they drink Bud Light, and I drink IPAs that are like 9%. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, and see, like I don't even feel like drinking them. I don't, I don't need to make that oh, point man. anymore. No, um, it's yeah. just it's well, you don't, things. but you just do because you're good at it and you like it. You like it. That's yeah, the I do like thing, it. Right? And then it's when I get to see, like I said, the the times that I've had that that relationship with my uncles, it's because it, it was my grandma's funeral. It was Thanksgiving. It was Christmas. Like it's already a time to celebrate. Right. Like, and I never get a drink with them. So yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully. My well, my nephew. Well, I only have one nephew that's gonna be old enough to drink really soon. The other one's like a baby, so I have to. I'm gonna be fifty by the time that that guy is able to drink. Shit, that's a long time. Um, yeah, I got what 
I'll be seven under fifty years? when Eva's old enough to drink. Yeah, I got ten more years for uh, nine more years with the oldest, and then mm-hmm. the and youngest. I'm is... I'm pretty sure my nephews are already old enough. Twenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got a long ways to be the drunk uncle with those kids, and I'm the youngest, so I'll, I'll have they'll, I'll be the one probably still drinking a little bit by then. My older brother's six years older. He'll he he drinks mead. Like he's like you. He'll drink fancy shit. I was about occasion. to say like there there might come a time if you're talking about like the baby generation like that you're. You get around them, and it's like you, you won't be drinking. You'll be smoking weed with them. Uh, probably. Oh. Shit. Uh, and I'll be like, here's the volcano. <laughs> let's, just, let's toke up. Here's the plastic bag. And they're like, Grandpa, we just bite into our tooth, and the smoke comes out. We have capsules that we put in our cheeks, and they're like, it's some but, cyberpunk shit. But the volcano, it takes 30 minutes to warm up. <laughs> that that was also true. <laughs> I don't know if that was part of the pre-show or the post-show, but go listen to that part. Any final thoughts though on Mexicans and drinking? Don't do it, kids. Don't drink. Drinking's for suckers. Drinking is very very bad when you're a child. When you're once a child. you're an adult, it becomes very very good. And honestly, <laughs> I was kind of happy that I waited till high school to start drinking because if I started drinking in high school, it would just be sad and boring. By the time I got to college, when I got to college, drinking was like an adventure every that, time. It was that means great. you take care of people, and it's a lot more fun of adventure when it's heavily and you can remember not the stories. <laughs> yeah, when it's <laughs> right, heavily when not. When you're Paco bringing home Billy, trying to sneak him <laughs> into it, that story's fantastic. When you're Billy, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm trying to think of like the times where I needed to be rescued. Um, but yeah it, it was very rare because I had to make sure I didn't trust any of my friends to take me home they were all smaller than me and I just they don't think they like me very much <laughs> at least a lot of those guys anyway so like you guys like you and TJ could lift me up mm-hmm. if I was blackout so I, I, I can drink around you guys but I just choose not to because I don't want you guys to do that but I will say this the only thing I remember from Dare because you brought up Dare <laughs> And this is the reason why I don't drink and drive was because for some reason I'm in like second grade and we're like asking the questions or whatever. She's like, what's the, what's like the scariest part of a accident when people are drink drunk driving. And like the lady, like she was like smiley the whole time, but then she just had like this wave of <laughs> sadness. And she starts talking like Werner Herzog. <laughs> Werner, Werner Herzog just, no, but then she was like, yeah, uh, the, 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 Picking up the teeth from the accident. And I was like, wait, teeth fly out during accidents? Because you think of car accidents, you're thinking movies and it's like, explosion, yay, right? You don't think of people flying and being jettisoned or people's teeth getting knocked out by the fucking wheel and then just being on the side of the road and having to collect them up for evidence or for the morgue or whatever the fuck. No, put them in a bag. Right. That scarred me forever. And I was, like I said, in like second grade and I've remembered it even now and I will never forget it. So... Maybe it's just different because we grew up in Eagle Pass, and it's like, yeah, another mojadito got hit by the train today. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We had plenty of trains. Nobody got hit by the trains. (laughs) Well, those guys weren't very lucky. I don't know what to tell you. Our trains went very slow. And then because we grew up on the border, this is another quick border story. Yeah. So when you see the story, it would show, like, the train, like, in the United States papers. Uh It's like, oh, traffic was blocked because the train. And then you pick up the Piedras Negras paper, and it's like, show the body. Just Oh, my out. God. No. <laughs> and a sexy lady on the side. <laughs> what? Yeah. For some reason, there's always like a hot lady on the corner of the newspaper. Like on the front pole? Like the it's front an pole? advertisement. Yeah, yeah. It's to draw you in, to distract you from the gore. Oh, what the, oh God. <laughs> yeah. I, I spent my time on the internet in high school finding random gore by accident. It's not... 
It's not fun. Can't times. do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. Actually, you know what? That's the end of the alcohol episode. Heartbreak. Bro, the internet was fucked up <laughs> growing up. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it could be its own a whole other episode, not even a Mexican one. But it's like, a compass episode. Right. But um, the people on TikTok, I don't know if you saw this trend real quick. I just want to bring it up because it's been on the forefront of my For You page. Have you seen the Animal Crossing videos on TikTok of the one cat in particular? No. It's the Egyptian cat. Uh, no. No? Have I you know. heard the the music and what they do? Probably, yeah. Okay, it's a rule 34 of a cat from Animal Crossing fucking somebody. And I had never seen it. And Why the, is that on TikTok? I thought that TikTok, was the point, yeah. right? So that was the point, is that it was on TikTok and children were watching it. And they were like, oh my god! I'm so scarred because it's like really graphic rule 34. And I got fucking curious. I kept seeing, I kept hearing the music and I kept seeing the references. But I was like, what the fuck is it? Yeah, I don't I, get the joke. I don't, yeah, and I saw like, I could watch it. I was like... Oh shit! Okay, like I, I'm from the internet. I've seen it, but like children watching this, I'm like, oh my god! But then I was like, wait, I was 12, seeing shit like I should not have been seeing. Also, but like even like violence though, like yeah, like those fucking beheading videos and shit that people yeah, were seeing, like faces of death. Yeah, yeah, and you shared something on TikTok of like the depth of all the awful things or whatever. Well, none of those are gory. They're just scary, creepy pastas. Oh, but still, like. Because if they were gory, I would have known of them. Because then Man of Jar would have been somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, but it wasn't those. It was just creepy pastas. And I was like, I know one of these. Yeah, well, one of them was like Sandbox or something like that. Or sandbox that would Challenge. Not, that was not on that one. But yes, it was Kids in a Sandbox. Kids in a Sandbox. Uh, uh, what was the, the ice Blue cream waffle. one? The Blue Waffle. Blue waffle. What's the uh, Two Girls, One Cup? Like That's the ice cream. That was ice cream. <laughs> that's not the. It is what it is, but it was just like that's not how I would have described it. But that's yeah, how I describe it. It came out like soft serve, but whatever. But yeah, I'm just saying. I just want a footnote on that, where it's just like we grew up in a weird age, where it's like, oh man, we didn't drink as much as our alcoholic fathers and grandfathers, but holy shit, we were seeing weird, awful nastiness and smoking and drinking and having volcano drugs, and I think the kids will be all right, is what I'm saying. They're just going to be doing jewels. They're for soft. A now. They need to. They need a man up. We need another war. Oh my Back god! Back to Afghanistan. Are you? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are you? Gonna, are you going to be that guy? What? Be like you kids are too soft nowadays. They are very soft. You, let them be soft. <laughs> Why do they need to be hard? Because life is hard, and we gotta we gotta get ready for that climate change war coming they're, in. They're 24. gonna die. It's fine. Okay. It's, it's, uh, climate change is an extinction event. We're not gonna survive climate change. Humans will survive barely. Just not a, all eight billion of us. Probably like a billion. Yeah, we're not gonna be those ones. The drunk ones will live because they float. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get your logic. <laughs> when the when the sea begins to rise, we will float and be fine. We all float down. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, I think the tequila is getting to me, even though I had like two <laughs> shots in this one glass with my fuzziness. But anyway, don't break it. Sh- I know. I was Don't gonna, break it, Chente. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get into songs, but yeah. Oh my god, um, well, this will be a part two. Copyright infringed. But anyway, nobody really commented after a certain point. They were just enjoying our company. We had we've had the same amount of viewers for a long time. They've just been like, huh, this is interesting. Con dinero, sin dinero. Lo hago siempre lo que quiero. That's the Spanish I know. It's all phonetic. Anyway, I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexicans. You can find me at The Mexicans on all forms of social media. And if you could do me a favor, dame un favor. 
Follow us on TikTok. We're like under 100 away from having 10,000 followers. Yeah, Key's in here. I'm just listening. Haha, <laughs> cheers, boys. We are, I want to say, under 100 people from 10,000 on TikTok. And I really want to hit that goal by the end of the year. Let me see if I can. I'm just got to find the numbers. Oh, uh, my God. I know this is interesting for you guys. Uh, yeah, we're at 900. I'm sorry, 9,899. 101 people. Can you help us? Can you share our videos? Can you like, subscribe, do all the things? Just search the under... Actually, no, it's just The Mexcellence. T-H-E-M-E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E. You can find me and find us on TikTok. Marcos, where can they find you? You can find me here tomorrow talking about week three. Are you ready about the football? Other than that, just follow me on Twitter. I need the clout. He needs the Twitter <laughs> clout. Where can they find you, JJ? You can find me at Super Saiyan JJ, all one word. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. I've been getting more and more Instagram follows. People love you. The people love you because they follow you and message you. And the people love Tommy. They've been like on the, the... – get the mic away. I need to, <laughs> we need to finish here. I thought we were done. No, we're not done because I have to do one more thing real quick. Um, but they're like, Tommy's my favorite part. Fuck Sammy. We don't even listen to him. <laughs> Tommy's the best. And I'm like, thank you, guys. You guys make me feel appreciated. But if you want to make me feel really appreciated, MexMerch.com. Get yourself the I may or may not be ready for some football T-shirt. We've had that in the docket here. Uh, We have lots of T-shirts, lots of things. I'm actually building new things for the T-shirt company. So come get stuff. But in the meantime, let's get on out of here. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. He's got a pee. And we'll see you next time. All right, let's make sure that we're not talking on air for 30 minutes again. <laughs>